What's up, guys? Welcome to Spawncast episode 36, as Evan just reminded me before we went live here. Uh, as always, Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You guys know that by now. Joined here by three other people tonight. It's a smaller crew than usual. Sometimes we'll get up to six or seven people in here, but we got four of us here tonight. We're going to start over here next to my little square. Uh, Sean, RGT85, is, is, uh, is with us tonight. How are you doing, Sean? Good, man. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear. And uh, let me jump over. Evan, how are, how are things going over there? Perfectly fine. Finishing up some work. Catching, I guess, in mute mode, the rest of Capcom Cup. So. What's being played at Capcom Cup? Street I don't know what's going on there. At this point. Street it's Fighter a, Five. Okay. They're going to their final brackets for tomorrow. Oh, okay. That's uh, that's uh, that's esports stuff, right? Yep. Very nice. Very nice. Is that going to work it into one of the esports waves at some point? Maybe. Might make it into the next one. Not this one. Oh. This one's already recorded. That one is already done. It's up yeah. and it's live at 2 p.m. Eastern time, right? Yep. Tomorrow. That'll be good. And then uh, we, of course, have Max. We missed you last week, but good to have you back this week. How are things going? Uh, I'm extremely hyped to dig into all this news. It has been a crazy good week. Yeah, a lot of stuff's happened this week. I'm actually shocked at how much stuff has happened. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I was looking over. And I was like, we're gonna we're gonna have to fit all of this into into Spawncast. It's not gonna be easy um, to do. Now uh, we're gonna try something a little a little different for uh, tomorrow as well. Uh, I'm going to take uh, one topic we'll talk about today, and it'll be posted up on the channel for you guys to just watch. It's it's like a probably a eight to ten minute clip, but just uh, just in case people miss it and stuff, that'll show up on the channel. Uh, at some point tomorrow, so look out for that. But uh, otherwise, um, I guess what have you guys been playing this week? What, what have we been doing? Uh, oh gosh, what have I? Uh, Monster Hunter World. Lot, right. I've, I've been playing Monster Hunter World all day today. I've been playing uh, Fortnite, Worms, a little bit of everything. Did you finish up uh, Xenoblade? Yes. No. Well, no. I'm uh, I'm near the end. Um, oh. I've had to put it down as cool. of this this second right now. I put. I'm really far into it though. I'm definitely running into like I'm in the final zones where you have like. Uh, level 60 stuff and then random level 80 dudes running around that are oh. one shine people so i don't I, yeah I, i've always hated that xenoblade man xenoblade uh x had or x yeah x had that yeah. a lot <laughs> i i like that though i don't know something about that as dumb as it is it, it feels like a video game facsimile of real life of like if you're walking through the jungle <laughs> there's a lot of monkeys but there's a couple lions you know yeah that's i mean i'm liking the game a lot uh i don't know sean did you end up getting xenoblade i remember you're talking about like you had a gift card and you were thinking about it Actually, um, one of my Patreons, uh, Amazon screwed up his order, and he got two for the price of one, so he's sending me it this week. Nice. Oh, wow. Nice. Dude, so, you can't uh, beat that. Yeah, I actually got, I actually got um, uh, Daisegia. I never know how to say it. This guy, yeah. This guy of five and Dragon Ball Z um, from uh, viewers of the show that, that just came to the P.O. box today, so... I'm excited to check those out. Um, I'm currently downloading the cancer that is known as WWE. No, you're not downloading WWE, are you? <laughs> I am. I need to do this review, and like, it's going to be such a good review. Yeah. But it's like I already know the game sucks, so I don't. I don't really care. Maybe they'll patch it eventually. Um, I've actually been playing Poi, um, which is a charming 3D platformer on the Switch that is actually fun like i'm enjoying it a lot it's a lot like um kind of like a super mario 64 light you know spyro collectathon sort of style mm -hmm. game but i mean it's it was only 30 bucks um physical and uh it's a very good middleware game it's not a great game you know if i had a score i'd say probably six to seven range but it's it's fun it's got decent mechanics and i've been enjoying it um what else have i been playing uh batman the telltale series um on the switch because that finally came in 
That's a good um, game to have portably. I will say that. That's one where you can kind of just kind of watch it. Maybe you're playing in bed because there's not a lot of as much mo- like movement with the controls or anything. It's not like a fighting game, so you can kind of relax in bed and kind of basically watch a movie essentially. Right. It's 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 decent. I, I usually don't like Telltale games, but I I've been the I bought the first episode on PS4 and I never finished it because I got bored. But I finished the first episode on the Switch and like the ending of the episode, the story like it clicked when that when that first episode ended. I was like, okay, this is cool. And then Wood and I bought um, what's that Switch game that just came out? Phantom Breaker Overdrive. It has like yeah, 10 yeah. Um, I was looking at that. I almost bought it actually yesterday. I was really looking at it. Fuck that developer and fuck that game. It's what? Why? What's wrong? Uh, the game says it has online co-op, so we bought it mm-hmm. to play it online last night on his channel, and there's no online co-op. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's advertised for it? Yes! And, like, I didn't, and, like, I, he was like, did you look at their website? I'm like, dude, I'm on their website right now. They say it is now out on the Nintendo Switch, and it has online co-op for up to four players, and there's no online co-op, and I'm like, what? Weird. What? So it's advertised for it, but it's just not there. That's odd. Is it like, I wonder if it's a patch that they're going to add down the road or something? Dude, I have no idea, but it, it was 10 bucks, and like we started up the stream last night with the full intent of playing that game, and then we we're like, oh, okay. Wait, is it, only, is it only local co-op? Because I'm looking at the game on Steam as well, and I know in the bottom it says it's online, but then up in their description it only says local. Interesting. No, it's, if you go to was it five P B P, um, is the name of the company, and uh, Phantom Breaker. Okay, so Phantom Breaker, Switch. Oh God, I can't spell. Um, Phantom Breaker. Oh God, this looks awful. I mean, it's a, it's a two D fighter. It's you know, class like level, level up and everything in it too, right? I was looking, I was like, this kind of reminds me of Scott Pilgrim almost by the uh, the art yeah, style. Right. But if you level up and it's a full beat 'em up, that could actually be really fun. Again, it could be like Scott Pilgrim, which I really yeah. like. I love that game, by the way. There were a few yeah, beat 'em ups um, that came out after it that are actually a lot better. I got to show you. <laughs> oh yeah, well, well, Castle Crashers is awesome too. Yeah, I'm a big Castle. I really Crashers like Castle guy. Crashers. Yeah, that's one of the better beat 'em ups I've played in a long time. All right, here's the here's their stupid website. <laughs> I just I, I can't do the. I mean, Scott Pilgrim had some legit music, though. It did, yeah. That was and like cr- the big thing for it. Now also- their website won't even load for me. All right, here, <laughs> here, here we go, making progress. <laughs> Phantom Breaker Battlegrounds Overtime available now on the Switch. Blah blah blah. Okay, what the hell happened? The the font isn't loading on their website, and Chrome is like <laughs> crashing. Dude, fonts are hard, man. <laughs> Evidently. Anyways, oh. I looked at it last night, and it clearly said there was online multiplayer. Okay, but it but it doesn't have that, so it's all local. Yeah. Mm. I don't like ruined. My I don't life. like that. Like uh, Mario Rabbit's got that update, man. No online multiplayer. How does that happen there? That well, should be one that launched with an online multiplayer. Well, I'm uh, I'm playing through right now. Uh, I spent almost all night last night playing with my uh, my best friend. We we're playing uh, what is that? The new Frozen Bite game. Oh God, uh, nine parchments. We we're playing nine parchments co-op, and it's surprisingly fun for how simple it is. But the whole time, I kept being like, "Man, this this kind of needs online co-op." Because I, I a lot of my friends live farther away, and it was one of those things where I don't know, especially with uh, those dungeon crawlers. Having offline only dungeon crawlers always feels weird. Like it's so easy to put multiplayer in that. Does it I not? Think have I thought, uh, online. It, it is no, it does not have online multiplayer. <laughs> From what I saw, it's local only. And it's what's weird is that. 
it's fun. It's also one of those weird games where like you level up like each color of your clothes you level up, it seems like. Like if I put on a red pair of clothes, it's like, hello, my name is Cornelius, which is one of the characters. And then you level up and then it's like, oh, let me change my costume. Okay, this is a new Cornelius. You're back to level one. Like, why are you doing this? What is, the- uh, let me ask you a question. Does, uh, did you guys get nine parchments at all? The actual, like the, the full version, not just yeah, the demo? Yeah, yeah, like I'm playing the full version. They sent me the full version. Does that have, uh, does that have online? I don't think so. You know, I've got a switch right here. Watch, watch well, me mess. I know the Switch version has like local because I, I remember I, I bought it when it came out. The day it came out, I was like, I'll spend the money on it. And uh, I got it and I haven't tried. I haven't checked to see if it's online. But if that does, Sean, that's the game you should be getting and playing online with Wood. It says it has online and local co op, but one to four players on Nintendo's website. But obviously, websites mean nothing anymore. Because so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it sounds like it sounds like it's a friends list only thing. So it looks like you you create a game and then you invite somebody to. Oh, it. So that's that's, that's a game to get, Sean. That's like that's kind of like Gauntlet almost. Oh, like yeah, kind of like Gauntlet Legends. That's that's, that's very a game play. very yeah. Gauntlety. And you know what's what's weird? It's actually um it's actually harder than it looks. Like later on, it has it's interesting because it's one of those games where they give you like. Like, one guy will be able to get, like, a death spell, which is, like, a laser beam, a fire spell, an electric spell, and then another person gets, like, life and ice and something else. And so uh, monsters only have particular weaknesses, so you end up having to very much, like, play off each other's strengths or you're screwed. Mm. But it's you can do team damage to each other, too, right? Like, you can actually hurt each other. Yes, badly, you. yes. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> uh, that's definitely a downside. But that's why uh, I always play as the chick who can heal, and you basically just drop, like, a puddle of healing energy and so I basically just uh, would we, we just drop tons. You could drop like five at a time and stack your heels up. And so I just wait till my partner is almost dead, teleport to him, and drop them all in his face. Mm. It. I mean, that's the game to get, Sean. If you guys are trying to play online together, Nine Parchments is is basically the beat 'em up, but you also level up and you get weapons and tons of stuff. It's actually pretty cool. I just yeah. I just wish that I could get a refund for this ten dollar game. They don't have refunds on the Switch eShop yet, do they? No. I forgot about that. Well, I mean, just recently, well, not recently, but kind of recently, they added it to Xbox, and I, I don't even know, does PS4 have that yet? PS4 like has refunds. Do they? Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I remember I bought something like a year ago on it, and I couldn't refund it. And I, uh, I feel like that's something they added in the past, like, six or seven months. I, yes, and I've, I've only done it, yeah. but I had to I had to actually go to their live chat. I tried to do oh. refund, and I clicked the button, and nothing happened. I ended up having to do the thing where you sit there, and someone like goes, hello, I'm a Sony representative. What's broken? That kind well, of thing. luckily, it was only like a $10 game, right, Sean? It yeah. could have been, wor- been worse. Someone <laughs> in the chat said, yeah, it could be like the $60. It just- yeah, it could have been like the $6 I spent on WWE just to make that one video telling people not to buy WWE, and then Sean buys it anyway. Now I'm just kidding. So Kopita <laughs> in the chat says that Phantom Breaker, from what he knows, will have online later with the patch and won't have online during the initial release. That's, that's, that's so stupid. Yeah, well, yeah. like I bought, uh, I specifically bought, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, Stardew Valley on Switch so that I could play with my girlfriend at the time because uh, they were like, it'll have co-op. And then finally afterward, like it comes out, I buy it, it's in my store and I'm playing it. And I was like, how do I unlock this? Like, oh, uh, co-op will come out in the next six months. I was like, oh, well. I uh, probably shouldn't have put co-op in the trailer then. Yo, Palmer Lucky just uh, tweeted out that the PSVR is going on sale for 199 That includes the camera and Gran Turismo. Wow. Whoa. Wow. wow. That is cheap. Yeah. I, I might actually buy a PSVR yeah, for that. That's no so joke. Cheap. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow. $199. Wow. Yeah, I think that's a, play, a PSX uh, like uh, deal that's going to happen soon like for everybody. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, that's neat. Um, so okay, so a lot of stuff happened over the the week. Is there anywhere in particular you guys want to start with? Because there's there's quite a bit of stuff. Uh, let's let's start video game awards since I'm sure that's what we're all most interested in. Yeah, let's let's talk about the video game awards because it was, it was it's pretty awesome. <laughs> all right, listen, I I think a lot of people go into these things and they go, this will be okay. Like I remember Sean, you were like, eh, it'll probably be okay or to be terrible or you know whatnot. I think I think it, overall it was oh, I think it was pretty good overall. Um. The, the the reveals are pretty good. I know we had from software show up with nothing more than they didn't even show up with an actual logo. Like it was really funny how excited everyone got, including myself. And then I sat back and realized all they did was show us a logo of their company. They didn't even show us a logo of the game like they do like Nintendo did with Metroid. <laughs> they were just like from software. Uh, but I did see uh, I, I Max. I saw you say thinking maybe it was Bloodborne two. Yep. Yeah, because uh, the because the Bloodborne two account actually retweeted it, and that account doesn't retweet anything. There you go. Yeah, uh, I was thinking that as well, but I'm not really sure where. It's weird that we haven't heard anything else about it. I was thinking maybe they're going to show it at PlayStation Ex- uh, Experience uh, tonight or today at some point. I haven't seen anything about it though. Hmm. Cool. Um, so so I, I, I don't know. One of my best friends, a guy I grew up with named Nick, is obsessed with Dark Souls, plays them all day, every day, and uh, Bloodborne's his favorite game of all time. And he's actually thinking that Shadows Die Twice may be the name of the project. Yeah, I was thinking about that. You think that's just like the project name, not the game's name? or Yeah, just the... yeah. I mean, I, I knowing them, because you know what's interesting is uh, one of their first series they ever did was called Shadow Tower, and they did uh, three of them. One came out in America on the PS1, and then two came out in China and Europe. Uh, on the PS2, so it could be a new Shadow Tower game, as weird Ooh, as it is. Somebody saying in the chat, maybe maybe it's a Tenchu. Yeah, yeah. I keep hearing that. I see that thrown around now and then, too. Um, yeah, guys, uh, Palm, Palmer Lucky just tweeted out, $199 going on sale. Camera and Gran Turismo with the headset. That's a deal. I think I might actually snipe one of those. That's a, that's a really good deal. Um, maybe for Christmas, that might be what that deal's for. I'm not sure. Uh, so we're, we're thinking it has something to do with, I, I mean, whatever game it is, it's probably one we're going to die on a lot, right? Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> so, hopefully. Uh, so we also had, uh, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur 6 got announced, which is, uh, kind of expected. Because you guys remember we had that leak come out that said that it's in development and it's going to be shown to us at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's, uh, currently listed for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and then console, apparently. You guys see that on their site? It's very weird. It says console at the bottom. Nah. I don't really know why that is. It's weird. That's that's. There's a lot of speculation. It's like, oh, maybe that's a placeholder for Switch. I don't know. But uh, it says console um, in that. Like, there's four listings. Xbox One, PS4, PC, console. <laughs> uh, so it's almost like a placeholder. But Soul Calibur 6 shows up. And uh, oh, look at Robert Erickson dropping 50 sex on us. The sex uh, is here. Yeah. Oh, that's right, Evan. Yeah, Evan, you're not in the right hand corner this time. <laughs> he says not nope. in the. Evan's not in the right hand corner. <laughs> oh man, that's fun. Uh, so Soul Calibur Six uh, shows up. They didn't show us any guest characters, which is kind of what I was thinking they were gonna do. Like yeah, maybe thanks. one or two people. Like okay, maybe they'll save that for PlayStation Experience. Nothing that I've seen so far. Maybe they'll save that for, I guess, just E uh, E three. But uh, what do you guys what do you guys think about Soul Calibur Six? I, I think I saw all of us pretty much tweet something out about it because mm-hmm. it's on all systems for the most part, minus the Switch, which that actually might still happen based on their listings, which is interesting. See for Evan and PS4, Xbox One for everyone else. So what do you, what do you guys think about this one? Uh, oh, it's, this is good. I'm glad to see it back. 
Did y'all see? Yeah. Uh, apparently, they they've said that this is going to be it's going to be sort of a remake of Soul Calibur one and two. They want to mm -hmm. do it like Mortal Kombat nine and go back to the beginning. That's a cool idea. Uh, is it going to have like you think all the all the unlocks and everything that we were used to back then? Yes. Yeah, so I, and I, yeah. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be much closer to the original roots. And I'm hoping it's just the roster of one and two combined. I would love to see because. Uh, no offense to those later characters, but after a while, I, I missed people like Kalik and Maxi just running around. Like, I missed the normal sort of, like, before all the demons showed up, and it was really weird. You can almost get nostalgic for that, right? Like, that yeah. that game, possibly, if that's what they go with, could sell on nostalgia. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which would be, be kind of interesting. If you have, like, the people who played it on the Dreamcast will actually recognize most of the roster, then, if that's what they do, or people who played it on the Xbox, the PS2, or the GameCube. Um, because the big the big thought here was how are they going to do known really well for their guest characters they bring characters in from all over the place and they make them exclusive to each system and uh, so now we were all trying to figure out what are the guest characters going to be here we figured wow. if it was announced for Nintendo's system we would have Link in there right I don't think you're going to see Mario show up with a crowbar so you'd probably get Link good. Uh, <laughs> or I guess you could have pulled someone from Fire Emblem um, but who would they have for, I guess at this point, PlayStation? Um, and then who would they have for Xbox? And I don't even know what they do for PC. People were, you know, tweeting out joking like Gabe Newell, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the joke, but honestly, uh, yeah. with weapons, it should be Geralt. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah it makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, but uh, where, I mean, what do you guys think for PlayStation and for uh, Xbox, um, though? I mean, I, I'm sure y'all have read the same stuff I've read that uh, they're tr Sony is trying to make Spider-Man the official mascot of the PlayStation now. So in some form or another, it'd be weird. But I think that if they end up having a console exclusive character, I think it might be Spider-Man or some uh, either I'm future Spider-Man or something. I'm seeing Kratos in the chat even. Kratos, yeah. Uh, but I mean, here, well, here's the thing. I would say that that sounds crazy, but we also just had Darth Vader in a Soul Calibur. Yep, so. and, and freaking Yoda was so broken. I hated yeah, Yoda. Yoda was obscenely broken, man. I, I and then I guess Star Killer was also in there. Yep, I think Star Killer, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I didn't really like Yoda as much just because if if anyone picked him, like if we would all get you know gather around the TV like back in the old days, uh, if someone would always pick Yoda and everyone's be like, I'm not playing this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I hate this game, right? Um, well. That, that same game had the uh, custom character for the first time, and I used to make this guy who uh, had nun nunchucks made out of fish, and I used to just be like, whoop, 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 trout, trout, and people were just like, Man, screw your trout. Like, people <laughs> got so mad at me. Yeah, that was cool when they did the creative character stuff. That was kind of neat. Um, so I, what would they be do for Xbox? Could they bring in Master Chief? Is that is that a thing? I mean, they, they put Master Chief in Tekken, right? Wasn't that Tekken? Final like, Bout? Killer Instinct. Yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah, dude, Fulgore. I would love to see Fulgore in there. As person says the main character from Rise of Zero Dawn could fit in there pretty well. Oh yeah, yeah, Alloy. Alloy. Yeah, that actually be that actually work well. Uh, I mean, I guess Matt. I mean, who else do they really have that would fit Mark Marcus Phoenix? I'm not. I don't really know. Xbox doesn't. I mean, could they just put a Porsche from Forza in there? <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, <laughs> they don't really have a lot, do they? No, nah. I mean, like, they'll Microsoft? they'll just they'll put Cuphead in there somehow. Yeah, <laughs> people will be like, "Oh, cool! That's the PC mascot. What's what's the Xbox man now?" <laughs> oh, <that's it>. Fire. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, like I like I really liked when they put Spawn in there. I thought that was really cool. Uh, Hayashi so, was good, and then when Link, that was probably I still yeah. think I know I'm a little biased because I was old school when I really liked some of the old school stuff. That was my favorite generation of Soul Calibur. Well, it was Soul interesting. Calibur, is, 
we we bought me and my friends we actually saved up and bought all three versions of it that's the only time i've ever remember doing that in my life is we actually tracked down all three versions because we genuinely thought the uh the characters were that different like it was worth it yeah uh we i remember i had it on the gamecube and then i had it on the xbox later and i really liked the gamecube version mostly just because i like playing as link because he was actually really well done in the game but uh, Spawn actually was pretty cool too. So yeah, uh, he he had a move that could one shot. It was actually yeah, really broken. Yeah, yeah. So I I was a big fan of playing as either of those. Um, and strangely, Link, I didn't think it would work. He actually worked out really well in that game. Yeah. So he could uh, uh, juggle. He was overpowering his juggling. You could like uppercut people and then just keep hitting them with the the arrows. That was all. Yeah, I remember that was like part of the trailer. He like uppercut somebody with the mask sword, and then yeah. shot him in the air with a. With <laughs> oh, I hated that. <laughs> like we knew right away that's what everyone was going to be doing. <laughs> um, on man, online play back then would have been terrible. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Uh, so we had we had a few other announcements. I know the big one that everybody was talking about was uh, Bayonetta. Um, it's Bayonetta one and two going to the switch as a double pack. That's February 16th next year. So actually only a couple months away, uh, two months, two, yeah. two and a half months. Yeah. Not even yeah, Two, two months in a week, I guess at this point, very soon. Um, by the way, I prefer announcements like that, that are much sooner. Like I, I we're still waiting for games from Sony that they announced three years ago. <laughs> um, I like when that happens now, Bayonetta three was also announced to an extent, right? They gave us the old, uh, here's the kind of the same thing they did with Metroid, except they a better trailer. Um, but basically said it's in development. No word on when, just it's coming out. Now, this could mean it's not out till 2019. This could mean it's a it's a holiday 2018 title. Um, this is Platinum Games. But uh, I, I don't know. What, what did you guys think about this announcement for Bayonetta? Man, I... I know I'm the I'm the the odd one out here, but as much as I like those games, they're definitely the type of thing if I beat, and I was like, okay, cool, those were fun. I'm mm -hmm. never gonna try them again. So even a cool remaster of them or a cool re-release, I'm glad they're getting uh like access to a wider audience. Yeah. Uh, I, don't I think know. that was their big goal here because I I think people are starting to realize mostly because they're coming up on the Wii U's lifetime sales. Uh, a lot of people who didn't have a Wii U. Are uh, they're buying the Switch, and the only way to play the second one is through a Wii U. Uh, so if you never played the second one because you didn't have a Wii U, you can I guess you can get on the Switch. I guess that's the idea. They seem to want to move a lot of the Wii U games over to the Switch right now because of that. Yeah, um, like, it, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of the same though. Like, mm -hmm. like when they said that it was coming to the Switch, I was like, hey, that's cool. I'm not gonna probably. I mean, yeah. I probably will buy it. But... I probably, yeah, I probably get it too, just because I'll probably cover it. But uh, yeah. if like, if I was just a regular person who had a Wii U and I yeah. played the second one, um, I probably wouldn't, you know, jump through hoops to get it or anything. Also, I have it on the PC on Steam, I believe too, because I bought it when it showed up there because it's like awesome. I can, you know, max this sucker out on PC. Right. So it's like, um, it wasn't, you know, nothing. Yeah. Bayonetta three. Uh, honestly, like I thought it was cool that they announced it, but I, I wasn't shocked. Like I fully expected that. I and always I, expected that. And I saw the pricing, too, and I was like, yeah, no, I really don't know if I really want to double dip on it because uh, yeah. uh, Bayonetta 2 on the Switch is 50 bucks by itself. Um, and then the first one, if you just buy it by itself, it's $30. Hmm. So, uh, But if you buy them together, it's 60 So either way, they'll discount it in whatever way you need to to make them both add up to 60 bucks. So if you buy the second one first, uh, the, the first one will cost you 10 Or if you buy the, the first one uh, before the second one, then the second one becomes 30 Um so again, if you missed it, I, I noticed a lot of people on Twitter were like, I never played them. I I'll check them out before the third one. Yeah, that makes sense. Because if they just brought the third one, people would be scrambling to buy a Wii U instead of 
scrambling to buy a switch yeah you know so it makes sense from that degree and i understand um but i've played them i think most of the people on here except for evan i guess evan you didn't play the second one because you didn't have a Wii not, U. yeah not the second one um but the first one is easily accessible on steam right now and it, it's yeah. a good game uh but what do you guys think about bayonetta 3 i think that'll uh, that'll be released in uh i think that'll come out winter like november mm-hmm. probably okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I think they're trying to just set up all their cards to say, hey, remember how busy 2017 is? Guess what 2018 is going to be that busy? It could be because we still have that that direct that's supposed to happen uh, at some point in January, we assume, right? I mean, it makes sense. Uh, but I, I view Bayonetta as a as what they would call a double-A game, right? Uh, I don't see it as the as like a big triple A game. I don't think the budget's anywhere near that. I think it's a pretty cheap game to make compared to others. And the marketing isn't super massive, right? Like the marketing, mm-hmm. do you ever see Bayonetta marketed when it was coming out on TV or anything? Uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, a tiny bit, not a ton, but I definitely saw at least a little bit with Bayonetta 2. I didn't see anything about Bayonetta 1, but Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2 definitely got pushed. Some. I think the probably the mo- some of the more expensive marketing they did was uh, having Playboy uh, yeah. uh, advertised for Bayonetta 2. I remember uh, that. Yeah, that was really weird, right? <laughs> uh, check, check out this Nintendo game. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, so we have Bayonetta 3. We think it'll be out. We think it's a 2018 game for the most part. Uh, because, mostly because it's not a mass. The thing about these kind of games is they're not open world style game. They're more linear. So mm-hmm. you won't get kind of the quality assurance you would need for an open world game where you have to run into every single corner and nook and cranny and test it, you know? Um, so I, I don't think it's going to be pushed 2019. Um, that'll be something that really to just kind of bolster. That might even be an October release. Now I think about it. Um, and then they have something like a Pokemon maybe in, in November. I might be pushing it. Uh, so we go from there. Now we had some, uh, we had some awards that were really shown off and um, it was, it was very interesting. The awards show went kind of a different way than I thought it would. First of all, everyone who's worried about it in the chat. No, no PUBG did not win game of the year. No, best <laughs> multiplayer. It yeah, one best multiplayer, right? Yeah, they also yeah. show off the map for it, which is the second map for the game. Yeah, the desert map. Uh, desert map, which I have to say, when I looked at, it, I was like, okay, that does at least look different than the other map. I will say that. Um, but uh, game of the year went to Zelda, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, I don't know if people were really surprised by that. Was that like I don't know? I don't really. I wasn't really surprised to a degree. I mean, I was. I had that in the back of my mind. I was like, PUBG's gonna win, and the internet's gonna you know catch on fire. Um, but, uh, yeah, Zelda Breath of the Wild wins. Um, what do you, what do you guys think about Zelda winning game of the year? Um, not really unexpected. Y'all know my personal opinion. I think personally, I liked Horizon more. I think I'm actually Horizon- going to talk about Horizon Zero Dawn. I was going to ask you specifically about a, a few things, Max. That's yeah. I, interesting. I, that, that game to me is a, is a phenomenal near perfect experience, but I understand the fact that Zelda has a lot more mass appeal. And let's face it, this was voted on by judges. More judges probably did a full master file of Zelda than they did of Horizon. So I understand the fact that Zelda is the better game of the year winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they pulled, because uh, I think they pulled um, industry people from mm-hmm. sites and everything. And I think they had a third of it was public vote, I yeah, think. It, it was, I think it was, it was, it was a whole, third, it was a mix it was, of stuff. It was, it was 93 journalists voted on it in secret. And then uh, uh, 25% was uh, poll, kind of like yeah. to break tie. I had a, uh, I had a one troubling thing that I noticed at the Game Awards. Did Horizon Zero Dawn win any award? No. Um, 
I I thought it won some one of those like ones they mumbled like it has yeah that was that was a problem with game awards yeah <laughs> we'll talk about their soundtrack or something like that I'm, I I thought it got something but definitely no, nothing that got them on stage they flew them all out to yeah. sit in the crowd yeah and go, like they got beat out by a person who's never voice acted before. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure it didn't win anything at the game. Yeah. Like somebody in marketing Best or whatever was like, "Hey, can you come over here and uh, voice act for a bit?" And then end up yeah. winning the award over Ryan Zero Dawn. Well, it's like, it's wow. so, it's so interesting too because she ended up doing. Uh, it's so interesting to me the fact that she did all the mocap and everything. Mm. Like, man, yeah. humongous, humongous credit to her. And the fact that she got to share the stage with Andy Circus, like seeing her excitement was so awesome. Yeah, like she just randomly found a talent for Hellblade out of nowhere as a voice actor. It was really odd to see. I mean, it makes you wonder what, you know, anybody, I guess, well, not anybody, but, you know, you never know who could be a voice actor, I guess. Uh, yeah. It was pretty cool to see that. I mean, it is hard to believe after seeing the performance in Hellblade of the main character that uh, that she'd never done it before. That honestly shocked me when I heard that. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think Horizon Zero Dawn's real problem is that it was good, I think, across the board in all assets, you know, with the gameplay, uh, like we said, uh, voice acting for the character and everything, uh, the scope of the game, the art direction, everything. But everything it went up against, I think it yep. excelled for that category, like over it, it. So it was there and it was nominated for a lot of stuff. And everything it went up against, Persona or, or actually who won, who won best? Oh, Nier. Like it went up against Nier yeah. a lot, Nier won a lot. Um, well, and then and best RPG went to Persona and stuff. So yeah, yeah it's, it's it reminds me of that old uh, children's story of like. Uh, this guy keeps, they keep trying to execute him, but he has seven brothers and each brother is immune to a different thing where it's like, we're going to drown you. Oh, well, here's my brother who can hold his breath for uh, 10 weeks. And they'll, he like, they keep trying to put him up against the one thing that they're perfect against. So even though I think Horizon Zero Dawn is all around a freaking amazing experience, each one of these things definitely beats them like, oh, that one category, you're slightly worse. Up oh, this category, you're slightly worse. So unfortunately you go home with nothing. Yeah, that was the, that was the problem. I can't believe they didn't throw him like one on stage award, like just throw him something, you know, it was very weird to see that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure to win stuff somewhere, you know, like so it, it'll probably get a game of the year at, at some place. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and um, it's sold, it's sold like crazy. So no matter what, even mm -hmm. if they don't get any awards, I mean, they, they definitely are making their money back and they're definitely, they've already oh, yeah. said they're making a sequel. So, I mean, no yeah, matter they what, made, they made plenty of money. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's, that's obvious, but um, it's, uh, it's very odd to see that. And then I think it just, it just, it, it got unlucky, man. It came out the same year as Zelda. It yep. just, I mean, what do you do? Well, like, any game is like, oh, Zelda came apart. out. Wasn't yeah. the release dates like four days apart? That was probably not a good idea. Yeah, it was like, I think it was like, a, yeah, it was, it was like four, yeah, because that came out the 28th, and then Zelda came out on the 3rd of March. Yeah. So, there, I mean, what do you do about that? You just go, well, we, you know, we got well, our game. That's about it. Especially because people don't realize this, but a lot of times when you're planning release dates, you're planning it years out sometimes like literally mm -hmm. like you're picking a date so strategically all right this is gonna be our release window you can't like change it at the last minute like oh there's zelda no but i mean it's so crazy so i, I am gonna let you in on something guys i actually wanted a different game to win game of the year instead of zelda <gasps> oh my so gosh i wanted mario to win so did i yeah i did i was um, i was team mario if you were on the stream with me i was like i want mario to win come on mario uh, I yeah. secretly also kind of want a PUBG to win just to see what would happen, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, well, I was Team Mario. I was like, I want to see Mario win. Um, I just, I, I feel like I had more fun with Mario oh, compared to Zelda. Same. That's just me. Same. That's just me. I, I just, I, you know, Mario. Honestly, either game is really fun. You can't go wrong. But, uh, you know, I understand Zelda has that, like you said, uh, Max has that mass appeal and everything. But I was. Uh, it's Mario has more mass appeal than Zelda, though. Mario outsells Zelda. Mario that's true, but uh, that's true. But Zelda was also on the uh, on the Wii U. 
Fuck the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> it sold pretty well on the Wii U. Well, it, it is, and it's also it's also the people who who had the longest time to be. So the whole thing is, uh, all these reviewers were given their pamphlets like a month in advance, and so they were supposed to beat stuff. And by then, people had already probably spent the most time with Zelda. I see your Mario Odyssey post. Robbed. Recount. <laughs> I've, right. I've got a Mario Odyssey hat around here that Nintendo sent. I don't know where it's at. Am I the only one who thinks that the, the Breath of the Wild DLC is bullshit? I haven't played it Whoa. yet. I'm sorry. I'm trying to uh I'm trying to get I have to get Xenoblade done because I have to do a review for it. So I'm uh, trying to get that thing done because yeah. Nintendo is like, you got two weeks. <laughs> so yep, like, they did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if I don't finish it, I'll I'll feel like I, I haven't gotten all the way through. I, I mean I've I've played almost 30 hours of Xenoblade at this point. I'm still I, I still don't even feel like I'm halfway through the game. <laughs> yeah, I put 40 hours into it in a weekend. Yeah. And when I did that, I was so dead tired. I made my video. I was super proud of it. And someone tweeted me, I can't believe you half-assed this video. And I was like, are you kidding? Do you know what I had to do to get this video done? Are you kidding? I'm, I'm running into that issue. I ran into a Zelda where I'm playing Xenoblade and I go, oh, what's over there? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm running into that issue with Xenoblade. Um, well, yeah, especially because Xenoblade just has so many quests and they yeah. are so cool and they give you such good rewards. It's definitely worth it to like, oh, what's over here? Oh, you're going to give me $10,000 to go find an egg? I'm going to look for it. It, it. Is, it's an extremely addictive game. I, yeah. I don't know if that's just me. Like, I'm playing it and I'm like, this game is really addictive. Uh, there are parts that annoy me in the game, but I'm like, I'm playing it. And overall, I'm like, I'm, ha I'm a big JRPG person. I'm like, this is actually really fun. Um, I, so my, it's, it's my, one of my it. only real complaints that's, that's annoys me more the further I go in it. I wish I could lock the time. I hate that it keeps going to darkness and they don't tell you this directly. You have to read the fine print, but you actually, uh, can't hit as well at night. Your accuracy goes down by 20% at night. So as soon as it's technically dusk, even if it's still sunny in the game, all of a sudden your characters are just miss, miss, miss. And you have to stop, press, wait. Go back to daytime. It's like just just make it daytime all the time. I don't care. Well, let me. Uh, we'll we'll get back to Zimblade in a second because the, I don't really like the RNG in it. That really bothers me. Like when it's like, hey, go find uh, this plant yeah. or this element, and then it's like, and then the, your little quest indicator disappears, and you're like, where do yep. I go? Yeah. <laughs> or, or when it literally says that mountain, like what the what? Yeah. And then I like I'm like I need to look it up. I need to look it up real quick where I'm getting this stuff. And it's like, oh, go to the other side of the entire map, not even the section you're in, the entire map. And oh, there's a little spot there you can dig up. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, Sean, what what don't you like about the Zelda DLC? Because I have it downloaded. I just I haven't played it yet. Um, I, the the way you get to like the shrines just pisses me off. So. Um, I was talking about it in the chat. They give you the, the trident thing, and you're like, and they're like, okay, this trident, you hit. This is the only weapon you can use. But I found out you can use your bow, but it doesn't tell you any of that, of course. <laughs> they're like, here's your trident. It'll kill everything in one hit, but you can only get hit one time. And I'm like, okay, you know, just have to be defensive. And then you go and you have to like take over these um these little like clusters of enemies and like. 90% of them are using projectile attacks and it's like what what the fuck like it's just it, it's 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 hard but it's not challenging hard it's like unfair hard because anything can kill you you know a, a swarm of bats comes in and you can't run away fast enough okay you're dead uh, a fire breathing enemy comes up okay you're dead it's just <laughs> it, it, i don't know like i I don't, I don't like it i don't like the way that they did that like i've beaten i beat one I cleared out one area and did the shrine in it. And that, you know, that was pretty fun. It was challenging, but even in the shrines, it's the same thing. 
and people are telling me that like it's the it's the intro part of it and it's like okay but why is the intro just so it it just feels hard for the sake of being hard yeah i haven't tried it yet Did, what when do you get the motorcycle is that from beating everything like they said yes okay okay I, okay Sean, you're not alone. I've actually heard a lot of people in the in the Zelda community. I've heard people actually complaining that this narrative DLC doesn't really care that, that it doesn't really carry on the story. Apparently, a lot of people were hoping that it would kind of flesh out the world more, and it's just more dungeons. So I it's have a pre heard people, it's a prequel, right? That's the idea. Of this like before the champions like died, kind of. Right. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't done any research no. on it. I haven't played. I've just heard people say that they were they were hoping that it would be either post Ganon content or kind of flesh out the story, and apparently. People are actually Leo, quite unsatisfied. Uh, Leo, I see your I see your super chat in there, Leo. We'll uh, I'll, I'll answer any super chat questions when we get a little intermission thing. After and and to be fair, this. people are people are crucifying me in the comments, saying that I need to get good. Um, to be fair, <laughs> I haven't I haven't touched Zelda since probably May. So like I have no fucking idea how to play. Yeah, that game that's, the, that's the thing about that's the thing about people, man. Like like us who have to like go from game to game. It's tough to like like. Like Zelda, we had to play a lot of back then, and then we stopped playing it for a little while, and then we had to go back to it. And it's like because we jump from game to game, and we have to really pick the games we want to play in our leisure time. It's not as easy when something like this pops up, even though we know it's coming. And it's like we got to go back and relearn all the stuff, you know, all the controls and everything. Yeah, yeah like I, I mean, I've probably played over a hundred games easily. Yeah, since I've played Zelda, yeah. and it's just. What what do these buttons do? Stasis? What is this crap? I don't remember. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I, I haven't played it yet. Uh, I'm a little. I guess that's that's a shame that it's not. Uh, I guess it was supposed to be like post game stuff. Was that the idea? I don't know. I I I feel like people kind of turned it into that though because based on what I've seen on Twitter, there was never really any explanation as to what this was going to be. It's just people. Uh, put out like what um, uh, predictions and a hypothesis and they analyze footage there and somehow we everyone came to the conclusion that this is post-game stuff when yeah I guess they never said that I yeah, don't know no, no marketing said that nobody ever looks in the camera and goes this is after Ganon super dead y'all yeah it's uh that's interesting I mean I'm gonna go back and play it but uh I feel like so it's not like any massive story thing going on Sean no I and from what people are saying in the comments that there is no there's no stuff mm, post okay. story wise. So, mm. well, I, I still finished Xenoblade before I get back to it, but I will. Um, I'll check it out eventually. I bought the season pass a, uh, a month or two ago. I th oh no, I bought it when the Heroes uh, one came out. Yeah, the, the I didn't even buy the first set. I bought the first <laughs> set <laughs> when the Game Awards were on. Like I, 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 I bought it, installed. I've bought both the DLCs now and installed them, and I've never played them. I just I think it's gonna be my January. Normally, I get like a free week in January. I think that'll be my January game is to go and actually beat both those DLCs in a week. Mm. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, so yeah, but uh, when are you, are you gonna start Xenoblade when you get it, Sean? Or are you gonna like carve out some time for that? I'm gonna play it casually. It's not gonna. I'm not gonna cover it. On the <laughs> oh, you. Oh, you. That's, I'm a, so, so you're I'm gonna, gonna attempt to. So he's gonna play it over the course of five years until we get yeah. Xenoblade Three. Dude, it's it is a game and a half. I'm gonna tell you that now. I will yeah. say, based on where I'm not, like I said, I'm I'm still I'm still getting there in the story. I have to say, I'm actually I was a little surprised with the story is actually not bad. It's actually decent. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm playing. I, am, I I like it, man. Wow. I, I yeah. like the world. I like the the whole idea of Titans and stuff. And 
I don't know. Yeah. I like that each one's a different ecosystem and there's kind of a civil war. It's uh, it's so skies of Arcadia to me, but on yes. top of that, it I kind of I kind of like that the whole world is so like everything does feel so tense where everybody's like living in these nice cities and then there's just armies cruising up at the same time, just literally being like, hi, we're about to go to war. Does anybody want to join the army? Because when this happens, your town might get burnt down. I think it's like, wow, this is surprisingly realistic and dark for a Nintendo game. Yeah. Yeah. They have like the blades and everything in it that like, like fuse to people and everything. It's crazy. Um, I like it a lot though. I, I like the story. It's actually, it's, it's a lot better to follow than I thought it would be. Um, mm -hmm. It's not like a it's not like persona in terms of story, but it, it's up there. I, I like it. It's good. Um, it's definitely captivating. Keeps you playing. Have you met the guy with the scar on his face yet? The big X who has a really bad Australian accent. Uh, yes. yes okay. Have. He's <laughs> the big. He's the big guy, right? Yeah. yeah. I just I, la I always laugh because they'll have a serious argument. Like he's the only guy I think who has bad animation, and he walks like a robot. And so everyone's like, "We need to have a serious discussion." And he'll like robot up and be like. You want to talk about blades? It's like, <laughs> don't this He's the one. Who, uh, I can't. I can't say anything about it actually, because that would ruin parts of the story. Yeah. Yes. But yes, you're. Yeah. I know what you're talking about it. Yes, he's the guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, good parts of the story. Uh, surprising twists and parts of the story. I will say that parts I wouldn't expect. Um, again, if it was like two years from now, I, I could talk about it because I feel like everyone at least had a chance to play it. Um, but we're not that far away, so. Um, but yes, it'll, it'll be something we, we look back and, and talk about, you know, kind of like how we talk about other RPGs uh, that have uh, those elements in it, parts of that story that you don't expect. Again, I can't really say, I can't really can't go into detail about that. I guess I could the max off camera, but, or off stream, but uh, Sean's here and that would ruin part of the story. Yeah. Uh, so guys, tell me about, uh, tell me about Death Stranding. Because I Sean made a video. And then Max has a different opinion on this. Yeah, but I, but I'm also I'm a long-term Kojima fan. You have to you have to have drunk that Kool-Aid many a moon ago in order to. <laughs> now I can watch his stuff, and it's just like someone dumping ketchup on my face. I'm like, this is why we're here. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, did you guys watch the PlayStation? There's something I got from the PlayStation Experience last night. Um, about Death Stranding. That was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, we had, uh, uh, Cerny, uh, Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny. Yes. Mark Cerny. Uh, he said that after you play for four to five hours, everything makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then Kojima said, uh, the, what we watched, the footage is actually rendered in real time. Yes. Well, uh, and that, the, and that the underwater segment was yes. playable, which, playable. Me which means yeah. that, that, uh, that weird part where somebody was actually trying to pull the guy out from out of the, the van and the guy trying to stab himself and stuff that, that is actual moments that will happen in some form in the final game. He at least said PS4 Pro because there there was this theory going around that this is actually a PS5 game. Yeah. Um, so he at least said PS4 Pro, like like straight up. I'm like, all right, at least he said that. But uh, Sean, you're you're kind of on the sense of he could be showing us red herring stuff even. Yeah. Like like what he's showing us now could not even be in the game. Um, yes. And you're you're more along the lines of why are people getting as excited as they are if we don't have anything about the game technically other than probably some plot details, I think, since we keep seeing the same baby, essentially. Mm -hmm. Like, like my, my thing is this. I, I am also a longtime Kojima fan. Um, and in my in my video at the end of it, I sort of made an analogy that a lot of people seem to like. Basically, my analogy was this. Um, when the WWF was at its peak in the late 90s, it was because of two people predominantly, the owner of the company, Vince McMahon, and the lead writer of the company, Vince Russo. Now, 
Vince Russo ended up leaving the WWF and going to WCW. So you would think that when one of the main cogs, the person who's doing all the writing of the characters of the story and everything else, goes to the other company, the other company is going to flourish because that's the reason why. And when he went there, it didn't necessarily flourish because of one main reason. You see, Kojima has always had someone over him, you know, with Konami. You know, Kojima could do whatever he wanted in his games. Some of his games were pretty damn crazy. But there was always someone there to say, you know what, maybe that's a little bit too much. Maybe that's a little bit too far. And that's sort of the parallel I'm seeing with this is that Konami essentially was Vince McMahon and Kojima is Vince Russo. And now he has no Vince McMahon. He has no one above him to say – you know, okay, maybe you should throttle this back a little bit. Maybe this is a little too out there. Because what you've seen so far is legitimately batshit crazy stuff that is he, just abstract to be abstract. Like, well, he, even if but, that is part of the game, a, a baby inside of you that comes up in your throat, like, what the fuck is that? He, what is the oil? <laughs> what what invisible enemies? And and then, like, the, the, the weird person and then the really big person? Yeah. Like, it looks cool. It looks cool, and I understand why people like it because it looks cool, but you still don't know anything. You don't know anything about the gameplay. You don't know anything about the story besides what you've seen, and this game's been announced a year and a half ago, and it's supposed to come out in, what, 2019? So shouldn't we know a little bit more considering we're going into 2018 knowing as little as we did when the game was first announced? It is, but so, but we're just excited. Like, you're hating on it, and you're, like, acting like we shouldn't be excited. Why can't – it's just exciting my thing is like people are acting like the game is going to be great because Kojima is behind the game. Kojima has made games that are not great. Zone of the Enders is not a great series. Boat Kai is not a great series. I was literally about to say how I actually like both of those. I especially like Boktai Sun is in your hands. I think those are fantastic. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, legitimately. I, I, I've played those a bunch, and I, I legitimately think that so much of Kojima's style is about like sneaking and then trying to find weird ways to add stuff on top of sneaking. And so this newest game of invisible enemies and probably interdimensional future travel bullshit, I can drink that Kool-Aid. Let's do this. <laughs> and start, which, which flavor Kool-Aid are you drinking? I know, right? LSD. <laughs> Yeah, well, see, right. So, so the reason this is exciting to me is because it's just so interesting to see somebody uh it, it feels like we're being thrown in the deep end of an idea. And I feel like so many people when they want to show you a game, they start at the beginning. This is a trailer of a segment of the opening story. If I'm showing you Last Guardian, it's the kid meeting Trico. Hideo Kojima, it seems like on purpose, he's starting at the ending. He's kind of showing you, look, everybody's already dead. The monsters have already won. Look, babies are inside your chest and that abortion's going to cost you too much. Let's figure this out. And so I'm willing to, I'm willing to sit on this roller coaster until I hit that uh, first stop. I think I, I think I also saw uh, Sean seemed kind of uh, frustrated with people saying that I saw this on Twitter as well, Sean, uh, that it's probably going to be the best game ever made and stuff. Have you seen those kind of tweets? Yeah, yeah those are crazy. Like, those those like, are crazy. Like, <laughs> that's that's my real problem. Is you? Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be that would be like saying Bayonetta three is going to be fucking amazing. Well, it's going to be the greatest. We can say the same thing about Metroid. Like for all, yeah, we I was going to I was going to make that analogy. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to make that analogy of the, the people who are already saying that Metroid's going to be the best thing ever, and we haven't seen anything. And it's like, the, the people who are saying this is the best thing ever, I sort of understand, because at least we have something. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think that right now it is such an amorphous blob. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, but I'm also, 
I'm fully willing to say that if it sucks, I am a man who is honest and true to his word. If Death Stranding ends up sucking, I will be the first to make a video apologizing to RGT, the prophet <laughs> of all things Kojima Suckitude. I will punch a copy of Boktai in your honor. I mean, I like Kojima. Like, I used to, like, Metal Gear used to be my shit, and then they lost me on five. But, like, like Metal Gear Solid 3 asked me what my favorite game is uh, any day of the week, and Metal Gear Solid 3 will come up on a day between Sunday and Saturday. Like, that game is a masterpiece. But I, I just feel like without someone to throttle him, that he might go too crazy. And I feel like in the same vein, the people that are saying that Death Stranding is just going to be this amazing game, it's like, you can't say that. You can't say that based on what you've seen because you haven't really seen the game. You can't say Bayonetta 3 is going to be an amazing game because you liked Bayonetta 1 and 2. It has the potential, and you could say that you're looking forward to seeing what else is coming, but people just, and, and it's not even like just random people on Twitter. It's people like, you know, with uh, with hundreds of thousands of followers well, and people... Like industry. Did you see Max Scoville actually said he was like, I'm not sure what I just watched, but in my 20 years in the industry, that was the most riveting goddamn trailer. It's like, okay, but tap the brakes. Yeah. Just like, like it, it's just, it's just crazy. Like it just, I, I, if it's a great game, awesome. Like uh, that's great. You know, when they show some gameplay and, and you know, what sort of flesh out the story a little bit more, I am fully willing to check out the game if it, if it looks like something I'll like, but I'm just also in the same breath, not willing to, you know, proclaim Kojima as Jesus Christ and bow down to his glorious Asian wiener. Like Jeff Keighley does every time he thinks of the man, because it's just like, okay, let's keep it in reality. Like, <laughs> did we lose did we lose sean no what? did we no no what did we hello hi are we up hey john is your stuff freaking out the what? scorpion king is no. not a bad movie no we're good okay. <laughs> it just it just dropped audio i think for a minute there while sean was like mid rant on me <laughs> Uh, so we t we talked about the Death Stranding. What did you guys think about the overall award show, though? Um, I still I know I'm the one person left uh, who's uh, dying on the hill that I didn't really care for it. Like, no, no, this, you're, I, I saw your video, man. You should you should left that thing up. Oh, well, I up, I think <laughs> the reason I took it down is that I didn't feel like it was focused. It was it was such an unfocused video. I I just watched a three hour conference that I thought mm -hmm. was slow and dragging, and I made a video that let's be honest was slow and dragging, and that's why I took it down. But I just feel like the Game Awards still has so many pacing issues. Like, they, at least we don't have Schick Hydrobot coming in and going, hey, guys, touch your own face. Women love it. And at least now it's, like, better made. But mm. I still think that it's not – I feel like they still do too many off-camera prize awards and stuff. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think if we're going to take the time to respect Nier Automata, let's actually have that weird creepy director with the moon head come out and pick up an award and stuff instead of just playing 16 seconds of one of their theme songs on a violin. You were, you were frustrated that uh, they, they pushed a lot of advertisements and cut out seemingly a bunch yep. of awards for those advertisements. Yep. A hundred percent. That's my thing. It's like, look, you got to do ads. I understand that that's what pays the bills. But the fact that you had six commercial breaks for Star Wars Battlefront 2 and then uh, give away, like give away and then mumble. There's a reason for that. Met They're actually, Met Battlefront's pretty desperate. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> Met, the fact that they just mumbled Metroid Samus Returns. In the pre-show, they mentioned that Metroid Samus Returns is the best handheld game. And he literally mentioned that like five awards back to back. And he just mentioned that. It's like, 
each one of those is actually a spectacular game that people spent yeah, like they didn't bring Persona hours on. Persona didn't go up on stage, did they? No, they didn't. It's oh, so man, and that's what's so ridiculous is that like best RPG that Persona earned that. It's such a great game. It's so annoying that it's just like eh, whatever. How many Rocket League commercials did we say by the way? I think it was five. It was a lot, right? Yeah, and it was weird is that they were all different Rocket League commercials. Like, hey, look, it's a car on a kid's field. Buy Rocket League. Hey, look, it's two <laughs> people playing Rocket League. Buy Rocket League. Like, yeah, Uber Eats while you're at it. It's yeah. McDonald's. It's like what? <laughs> uh, Sean, what do you think about the? You were kind of you were highly critical of it going into it. Um, more so joking than anything else, I think. But uh, where where were you on the Game Awards? How it all turned out? It was a lot better than last year. Yes, um, it was. It was. It wasn't uh, great. It wasn't good. But it was very average, and honestly, like, you know, that's that's all I can expect. I think Keeley did a much better job this year. I still don't like how a lot of the awards are just an afterthought. Um, I really like the Susan Marks thing. Like that was mm-hmm. that, that was a brilliantly put together. Whoever put that together was yeah. very cool. Uh, the Joseph guy, the drunk we're gonna guy. We're going to talk about him too. Yes. Was, yeah, we're talking he about him. He is my spirit animal. I want to. <laughs> Did you see there's such a great image and it says a brother a tale of two sons is such a riveting game what calm spirit could have created this and it shows joseph rose go fuck the oscars and it's like oh that's <laughs> yeah, i saw that i saw that, that was really that was a good tweet <laughs> so perfect <laughs> like he was just he was amazing he was just so amazing so uh this, so this is something funny real quick there was actually a leaked email from uh from a EA insider, when somebody was speaking around and leaked emails to figure out what happened to Mass Effect Andromeda, there was a quote about him, and it says, Joseph Flores is an extremely passionate, well-driven, vision-focused guy. Keep him away from cameras, or we will have a scandal. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh my I, God. I, I saw that too, yeah. He <laughs> actually got him on camera, and it does cause a scandal. Like, oh, you are right. Somehow He's, Jeff Keeley decided to test that theory. <laughs> like, literally, though, like I think that's how I would be. It, it was kind of like when... Uh, Old Dirty Bastard got up and hijacked the Source Awards that one year and was just like, Wu Chinese for the children. And like, everyone was like, ah, like <laughs> people like that always just make, you know, because they just don't care. Like, they're, they're not, they're not your normal, your normal people. They just, I, I'm sort of like that. Like, I'm always going to, you know, just say whatever in the company of whoever. And if something sucks, but I just thought it was great how EA is publishing that game. And he's like, fuck EA. And it's like, Damn, pay, I like that these strips that they, they pay my bills. They give me money. Like, okay, Joseph, like, oh, let's not well, talk numbers. Have known there was a problem when he turned before he said anything and said, am I allowed to cuss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, it, it, it was, known there was a problem right there. I, I rewatched it this morning with my roommate and uh, there's definitely a point where he definitely loses track of where he is for a second and he leans over and goes, what was I saying? And it's just like, ooh, I think you took a little yeah. bit of that nose medicine backstage. He had a little too much to drink or sniff or something. But yeah. here, here's a, here's the other side. It was very entertaining to a lot of people. But uh, if you guys remember, Jeff wants this to be as serious as the Oscars. That, that as we exclaimed right there, so, you know, writing off the Oscars there. But Jeff wants this to be taken very seriously, professionally, and I think he really wants it to be more like a TV award show. Yeah, uh, I think that's why they you work in the commercials the way they do because we're used to watching commercials on TV and everything. Um, but would something like an outburst like that make this kind of still the way people look at video games, which is immature and everything? I mean, does an outburst like this really help? I mean, it seems like as a lot of people said on Twitter, this actually hurts the professionalism of what they're. Uh, yeah, it certainly hurts the professionalism like it, heavily. It, it, it does, but I feel like we have to keep 
I feel like we do have to to define ourselves. I feel like I personally am very annoyed that video games seem to be chasing movies so much the last 10 years. They're trying to get actors to do voice acting. They're trying to get movie writers to write the cut scenes. It's like video games are better than movies. Let's stop trying to have movie award shows. So, but that's just me personally. Yeah. No, I, that, that makes sense. I don't like, I don't want it to be like serious, like the Oscars. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, this is fucking video games. Like this is, this is not, this is not supposed to be, in just my opinion, that is, you know, that's why I don't, every year I could go to E3 and I never go to E3. And people always ask me why I don't go to E3. Why do I go to other cons, but not E3? And it's because like, that's the most serious thing, you know, in video games. And it's just like, it's the antithesis of everything that I hate about like the gaming industry where it tries to be, you know, super professional. Like at the end of the day, video games is, is the, is the most fun form of media because it's it's the one form of media you can't interact with books you can't interact with movies you can't interact with music like you can with video games and there's just such a wide appeal like i don't know like i just i don't like serious video game events it's like at the end of the day it's i understand you want to progress the medium uh into the spotlight but fuck how big is the video game industry how much money does the video game industry make like it doesn't need to be propelled to the suit and tie affair. It doesn't need to be that. It's always it's always been there, and it always will be there. You know, pending a massive crash like in uh in the eighties. But I mean, I think we're so far beyond that. It's just like I don't know. It's, it feels like you're trying to make it something it's not. You know? Yeah. Like and does and doesn't need to be. That's the key. Is like this is a multi billion dollar industry. We're making such crazy money. It's weird that we're like looking at our little brother and being like. Gee, I sure hope someday I can grow up to be these crappy movies. <laughs> yeah, but it's again, it's what it's kind of what Jeff's trying to go for here. And I don't the th there's a couple things they could have done differently in the war show that probably would have really uh, stopped this whole thing from happening in the first place. The first thing I think Jeff should be doing, he shouldn't be the main host like out there. He should be in the back helping run stuff and maybe doing interviews in the back, like maybe at like a like a. Mm -hmm like a two couch setup or something or a two yes. chair setup or something. He should be back there doing that where it's more controlled. And that way he can be checking on things in the back. And he, he what you do is you hire somebody who's uh, good in front of the camera, right? Who, who's, who's has a lot of uh, charisma in front of the camera. You could, I mean, honestly, you can go, you can go with the rock. It doesn't matter. Just go with somebody who knows what they're doing in front of the camera. And then you don't have the awkward moments that come with Jeff Keighley out there when he interacts with people. Um, and he, you have to act, you know, uh, like when, when he was talking to Reggie, it was very clear that Reggie was used to being in front of the camera and almost acting at times. Whereas Jeff kind of had this, uh, this, I don't know. He didn't seem like he was at Reggie's level when it came to, to being on camera. Um, like where they did the whole thing. Like, you know, you think, do you think I came here for with one announcement? You know, he had the face and everything looking at Jeff and Jeff's just kind of laughing. Um, I just, I feel like if you get somebody who's used to being an actor or used to be on camera, even if they don't like games, their job is to basically announce, do segues, make jokes, much like they do with the Oscars. The person who makes the Oscars doesn't like do all the announcements or anything. They're backstage working with everybody. So yeah. I think that, that would really help. I think the whole situation is if Jeff was more in the background and then doing interviews in the back, like you said, uh, Max, they would be able to do more interviews if somebody like Jeff was in the back and they just cut to him after they set up. Yes. Which is such, I feel like that's the most important thing is I, I feel like 
we get so many, we get behind the scenes DVD commentary with movies. You get all sorts of like uh, post script stuff when it comes to books. Video games are still mysterious. I would like if we have an award show where the person wins the Persona 5 RPG of the year and then they go to the winner's lounge and they get to yeah. sit down and have a 10 minute talk and literally be like, what was the hardest part of this? At any point while you were making Persona 5, did you question if this would be the best RPG of the year? Like, let's talk to them about it, but they just like, don't. There you go. Uh, Kevin Pereira could be a fine host and he probably wouldn't yeah. cost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he's not worth a lot, but like someone like The Rock is going to be like, I want millions. Whereas somebody like Kevin Pereira is going to be like, you know, a couple, couple thousand. <laughs> they need to shorten the damn show too. Yeah, three hours, been a hour show. So three hours. And you could tell, you could tell they were padding it. Like, come on, three hours. Come on. Yeah, they. I think they needed it to be three hours because of the ads. I think that's the big thing. They they worked yep. it out. They're like, this is how much this massive auditorium costs. This is how much all this other these expenses, the payroll and everything. This is how much we need to make. How many ads does that come out to? You know, and it's like, okay, that's what we're gonna do. And then they have, of course, the eBay deals and and, and sponsorships. Everything they they need to bring in money. I think you might be right, Max, when you were in your video saying that it's become too big and maybe they should shrink it a little bit. Yeah. Um, because even if, even if it was a smaller uh, uh, place to be, you know? Yeah, that place was giant. They, they, just off the top of my head, as somebody who's had to deal with a little bit with like property management stuff, they probably paid $3 million for just to rent that out for the week it takes to set that up. But it's like $3 million for a three-hour show. Like, what the hell? Mm -mm. Yeah, they could have probably done something smaller. Um, yeah. It didn't even really... I know they like to have the live audience because, of course... He just he he's mirrored this so much after the Oscars. This could have been something like I think you said this as well, Max, that they record it ahead of time. Yes. And then they just stream it. Like this could have been something very controlled, very set up. Uh you wouldn't have everything live. Yeah. And um I, I don't know. Maybe they well, like it live and they like to put on a show, but it, I, I do think it's it's easier to do. I, I think it's getting to the point where the people in the crowd don't even like the fact that it's live. Like everybody, it's such a funny gift now. They cut to uh, James Willems of Funhouse when they, they literally mumbled the most anticipated game of 2018 is Last of Us 2. <laughs> I know, I saw it. Like, the and they cut to a crowd shot, but look how impressed people are. And it li you literally saw James Willems from Funhouse be like, like he uh, was about to clap and then he chickened out like, wait, that's a stupid, that wasn't even an announcement. Like you see him be like, and it's just like, yeah, people in the crowd at this point would be like, why did I why did I even put a shirt on for this? Are you kidding? And then they show a five-minute trailer for Death Stranding and everything. And uh, I think Jeff also needs to work on his uh, his friendship thing with Kojima right now as well. They need uh, to take that behind closed doors. Like, do what you want, but like... Well, he's... they seem to let that really take over everything as well. And that's fine. You got Death Stranding. People want to see Death Stranding. But um, I don't know. It seems like... It just seems like... Uh, almost favorable towards it like it seems like they cut out a nice section of the of the show just for him i mean yeah a yeah. lot of people want to see it which is fine but it seems like he i mean did that last year too which is fine but uh i don't know it seems a little a little odd <laughs> um but overall i thought it was okay uh hopefully he continues to um hopefully he continues to improve it i don't want it to go away because it's cool to have one but uh we'll see we'll see what happens it'll be back next year i, I think they actually made money so We'll be back next year. Um, do you guys want to talk about uh, one of our favorite games, guys, Battlefront 2? Yes. Huzzah. Let's talk about it. Bombing. Yeah. Uh, some MPD numbers came out for it, um, and it was not good. In the This is the month it came out, and this includes Black Friday. This includes kickoff to the, 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 you know, the holiday season and everything. Uh, so Call of Duty did well. 
which is odd because that also has loot boxes. In fact, I think if uh, they tried to go the route of Battlefront 2, this entire thing could have been Call of Duty instead. They got a little lucky here. Uh, Call of Duty sold uh, like 4.4 million copies in November. Yeah, it did well. It also helps that it went back to World War II. That actually is yeah. double the amount of Infinite Warfare. That's twice I, the amount. I still stand by it. I've said this several times on camera now, and I will always repeat it. I think that this is going to be the last high-selling Call of Duty. I love Call of Duty World War II, but I do think that this is the mountain they're going to die on. Yeah, well, they're, they're probably going to be back at either current times or the future, I assume, next time, right? Next. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's not, yeah, that won't do as well, <laughs> yeah. I think. Next is Call of Duty Avatar. Call of Duty but, in space. But now they probably have like 6 million people out there who have the game, because that MPD is just the United States, maybe 7 million. But those are, that's a large customer base to sell loot boxes to now. So yeah, they'll Paris. be there for a while. Yeah. yeah, they should do Call of Duty Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, did you see they uh they made a prototype for that? They also made a they made a, I'm not even joking about this. There's an actual prototype build they made called Call of Duty Rome, and it was actually going to be like uh medieval warfare. It's an actual oh prototype God. they built there. Like the whole first level is made and it's really placeholder, but they walk up and there was an NPC to talk and they made it. And apparently the executives came down and was like, no, delete, delete this filth. What are you doing with our time? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, we, okay, so Battlefront 2, we just heard 4.4 million. Analysts at least gave them a shot with 1.8 million almost, I think is what they were expecting in the NPDs. Uh, so they were expecting it to do less than Call of Duty by about a uh, five hundred thousand because no one was expecting four point four million. Uh, Battlefront Two turns in eight hundred and eighty-two thousand units. <laughs> it didn't even get a million units in the United States. Physically. Jesus, um, very far down. the The original Battlefront, this is a twenty fifteen Battlefront, uh, sold with bundles. By the way, two point one million units Jesus. in its debut month. So it's down almost sixty percent. Jesus, God dang, like. Like, I'm glad it bombed. That game deserved a bomb. That's crazy, though. Like, y'all yep. have to understand that that is in those numbers are so bad, it's going to influence the market. So, like, people are going to realize, like, okay, if you're putting loot crates in there, you got to do it right or you are fucked. Yep. And then here, so that it goes a little further from that, um, it, uh, <laughs> they, they told their, well, in this case, their investors that none of this would affect things. This was, around when it was launching yep. that's what affect things and they told them that they probably will hit their 14 million predicted units sold <laughs> yeah by the by the end of march <laughs> so, it's 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 sad to me i mean it's sad to me that they were that delusional i mean let's face it the fact that these people are just so rich and so powerful and they exist in such a vacuum they just don't even care. They're literally like, well, let's just get a decent game and just break it for money. It's like, man. Yeah. It was pretty clear where their uh, where their thought process was there. Um, but mean, it's it's kind of cool to see this, though. What, what's that, Gochon? I think it's a good thing, honestly, because you know somebody's ass yeah. is going to get fired, and there's going to have to be some sort of shake-up. Yeah. EA yeah, might oh, get yeah. fired. <laughs> it's, it's over, overall, this is a positive. Overall, I'm still just in shock because this is great news. This is fantastic news. They deserve to be smashed upon the rocks, but it's just still mind-blowing to me that they failed so hard. Like, this is, I mean, this is going to the history books. History books. Yeah, it's, um, it's I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a massive fall. I mean, they sold uh, over 14 million units, 15 million units, I think, of the original Battlefront, 2015 Battlefront. Um, they're not going to come anywhere near that uh for for this battlefront so there's always that chance and here's the other thought i had 
um, going forward. They need to sell. They need to at least get downloads because they can they can pretend like downloads or sales. And then, of course, if they put it into more people's hands and they do bring back microtransactions, they can do things like, oh, we made this much revenue and not even say anything about how many units they sold. Do you think we get a massive price cut even down to like $19.99 and then microtransactions come back? No. Or do you think they even go free to play? No, I mean, uh, this the word about this so bad. I was listening to some interview, and it was like these two actors talking. I can't remember who it was. I think one of them was James Franco. And they were talking, and one of them mentioned, like, oh, I'm a big Star Wars fan. And someone said, are you going to get Battlefront 2? And he goes, no, no. The internet keeps telling me that it's trash, so I'm going to avoid it. Like, if you can't get a millionaire to buy yeah. your game, like, clearly <laughs> everybody knows it's not worth buying. Oh, man. So it's um, it's not good. <laughs> this yeah. is this is pretty bad. I don't really know where they go from here or what they do, other than, I mean, they got to try to sell this thing. Um, and yeah. even if they oh, keep saying, here's the real problem: nobody trusts EA at all. So even if they keep saying we're never going to bring microtransactions back, even if we look back, you know, two years from now, and we mm -hmm. go, "Wow, they never brought back microtransactions." Right now, all we can all think about is when are they going to bring back microtransactions and, and, and break their words? Because all we look at, we look at EA as uh the hardest company in the world to trust right now <laughs> like i think people trust cigarette companies more than they trust ea <laughs> i do sure yeah we, yeah well <laughs> we we just caught them in another lie uh early last week because remember they had an official statement saying we couldn't put in cosmetic loot crates because that would actually break the lore we wanted to stay as true to star wars and then somebody accidentally bugged into the menus and found out that there was a whole cosmetic tab that was just coded out at the last minute it's like yeah. You just lied again. They can't they can't they can't stop like betraying their fan base. It's like a talent. You know, it's insane. It's it's like uh what do the star cards level up to? Uh max up, up to golds and purples and all yeah, epics. They, epics. They, yeah, they literally have like gold and like epics of like, you know, distrust and everything towards their fan yeah. base. Yeah, it's and insane. unfortunately they can't they can't unequip them. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's it's bad right now. Like it's really bad. I don't I don't really know what they can do. I, I think they're just I think they're just in trouble. Like they're to that point because I'm gonna say guys now they would have left loot boxes in there if Disney oh, yeah. said nothing to them because they would have weathered the storm and then they would have hoped that people would have bought microtransactions so they could have come to the table next March and said, well, look how much money we made. Don't worry about how many we sold. Look at all the money because they would have made money from those microtransactions. So I think that last minute. Uh, a tap on the shoulder by Disney really hurt them. <laughs> like, really yeah. hurt them. You know, what's funny is I 100% predicted that this would work. I 100% thought that people were still going to buy it. I thought, as, as annoying as those microtransactions were, even while I was working on my review, I 100% thought people are still going to buy this trash. Like, <laughs> but like, I didn't expect it to be this implosion. I didn't expect every Star Wars fan to actually boycott it. I 100% thought people would still jump on board. So, I'm really impressed. It's cool to see everybody come together against this. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the one thing everyone thought. They're like, wow, look at the MPE numbers or the sales. It'll do fine. It bombs in the UK, it bombs in Japan, and then it bombs the United States. So there you go. Gamers actually made a change for once. There you go. <laughs> um, so hopefully this is just a lesson for companies. EA will survive this, uh, but hopefully people, like companies, look at this and go, maybe we don't do this with our games. <laughs>
uh, at least to that extent, because UFC three is doing the same thing right now, and I don't think people are going to buy much well, into it. So, and and right now it's it just this week we had it implemented with uh, Destiny two. Uh, article yeah. articles are being written about it right now. So yeah, it's, I saw that. That's where they're hiring for somebody to do that, right? Yes, uh, and well, it's yeah. it's sort of it's basically the best loot in the game now can come from uh, loot boxes that can be bought from the Eververse. So literally, if you don't want to raid, it's literally possible to just buy the best guns now. Yeah, it's it's really weird that these companies almost just don't hear what's going on or see what's going on around them, almost setting themselves up to get basically hated. Yeah, <laughs> well, very, especially to see how far Bungie has fallen. Like we loved Bungie back in the Halo days. Yeah, I read every Halo book, Halo comic, watched the Halo movies and the yeah. Halo anime. It was awesome. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. Um, geez, did you guys see the? Uh, we also had some very interesting. Uh, so what's the, a lot of people have been looking for the MPDs for November uh, for the consoles from what I've been seeing. People are wondering, you know, who won Black Friday, who won like like November, where did everybody place? Um, and there are some some leaked uh, information out there that tells us kind of where all the consoles place mm -hmm. um, for November. Now, it's, it's interesting to note that apparently November is going to grow massively from last year. Apparently, all the consoles, all the systems did really well. I mean, keep in mind, we're also comparing the Switch to the Wii U last year, which was the Wii U <laughs> barely sold anything, right? Like, barely. Um, so they all did really well. Even last place, I think, sold nearly a million units in November in just the United States. That's a, that's a lot um, in just one uh, place. Um, so uh, it basically, it goes in, from order. Uh, PlayStation uh, was number one. Mm -hmm. Xbox was number two, and then Nintendo was number three. Mm -hmm. That's how it went. Um, and from what we're seeing, a lot of this has to do with the massive discounts that Sony and Microsoft put on their systems. I mean, how do you beat a PlayStation that's two hundred dollars and GameStop gives you a fifty dollar gift card? Yeah. What do you? Yeah. How do you beat that? Right. That's it, you well, can't. We all look at there was there was all those videos and stuff of there were literally Best Buys right next to the door, right next to the register. They just had a stack of about two hundred and fifty PS4s laying down flat, and people were just walking in in lines, picking them up and ringing them up. So it's just like yeah. that's sold, man. That was the the holiday gift. Yep. And then uh, you're gonna see the Xbox as the X came out. Apparently, the Xbox One X actually did pretty well in the United States, mm -hmm. um, but of course. Uh, the the I mean again the Xbox One S was 190 everywhere like the systems are so cheap I think people are buying systems just to have another one almost like I feel yeah. like people are buying the PS4s who already had a PS4 <laughs> so it's um it's kind of funny um to see that but I mean if it's, like I actually sat here for a minute and was like should I go get an Xbox One I mean I uh, uh PlayStation 4 Slim I have a PS4 Pro should I just go get one because it's 150 technically. <laughs> Um, yeah. so, and, uh, the switch didn't drop any prices, none, it was 300, uh, but it still sold almost a million, I believe, you know, this is what people are saying. Um, but we don't know the actual numbers. It sounds like the PlayStation and the Xbox were actually within a hundred thousand or so units of each other. So it was pretty close. It was pretty close, but it sounds like games were up heavily from last November. Like, like a lot, like we're talking like, like seriously, like 30 to 40% up from last year or something crazy. Um, we'll get uh we'll get actual information in terms of percentages we don't really know where games placed i will say this there is a chance that mario odyssey outsold battlefront jesus there is a chance um i think that might actually be the case um so we're gonna wait and see that we're, we're gonna see that uh probably the 
15th of December, I believe. So in six days, we'll see that. But uh, what do you guys, what do you guys think about those rankings? Um, not shocked. Um, I'm just freaking impressed that they are all so high. Like it's crazy that last place is a million units in a month. That's just, I, and especially the fact that, uh, the switch is, uh, $300. That means that Nintendo got three, hundred million dollars in a month like jesus yeah it's crazy i think and we see what they're doing in japan japan is massive for nintendo right now like there's no there's no chance that anyone would would do that well in japan other than nintendo i guess at this point like they're i think they crossed two and a half million actually recently in in japan and that's that's huge because that's actually coming up on ps4's uh half of ps4's lifetime sales already in the first nine months yeah but um i mean what do you what do you what do you think about the PS4 and the Xbox? I mean, it's almost expected, right? With some of those de- man, some of those deals were ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, almost cheap Yeah, <laughs> it's so cheap for those systems now. It's crazy considering the Xbox was five hundred, but it came out, and a couple years later, it's one ninety for what is a better system with the S. Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, so many people that I know, uh, uh, we're in that we're finally in that like third wave of gaming this generation where now people we had all the people who really really love to jump on gaming and they all bought the xbox one and ps4 as soon as they came out and then two years in you had all the people who were like all right it's price dropped i wanted been wanting to try out metagross solid 5 even though rgt uh hates uh hideo kojima so we're gonna go <laughs> ahead and buy that uh and so now we're third wave and it's like casual gamers are finally buying it and at 200 bucks even casual gamers will buy a, a console Oh yeah, yeah. No, you have a lot of uh, a lot of people who wouldn't have normally bought a PS. I mean, honestly, the Xbox One S at one ninety is probably one of the best four K Blu Ray players you can buy right now um, for that price. Um, so, no reason not to have bought one on Black Friday with how cheap it was. I mean, two hundred with a fifty dollar gift card. Basically, you could pick out. You could get Persona probably used mm-hmm. at GameStop Jesus, and the yeah. PS Four for two hundred dollars. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. Or Horizon Zero Dawn because that was like probably I think that was twenty five twenty dollars on Black Friday. Yeah, people, yeah. People, that, people in chat are insisting that Horizon Zero Dawn is a boring mess, but I promise you, it's definitely worth twenty bucks. Yeah, no, Horizon Zero Dawn's definitely <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn's worth the sixty bucks. <laughs> um, you just get a lot of people who just want to hate Horizon Zero Dawn for I don't know, I don't know why people don't like that game. It's it just because it was competition to Zelda for a week nine months yeah, ago. I, I guess that's the case. I mean, for a while there, you had people who really were big Zelda fans who didn't like Horizon Zero Dawn just because it was a competitor to Zelda. I guess I don't yeah. know. Uh, I guess. Eh, that's a bad reason not to like a game. Just because one other game is there that you like. Uh, I don't know. It's worth a buy. I think it Did is. You, you see the uh, the super chat question about... Uh, uh, I have a couple super chat questions here, actually, okay. too. Uh, here's one from... I said I'd read them when we got, when we got a nice... Okay, story. sorry. Yeah, I just saw that one. So I, I oh, was yeah, sure yeah. they disappeared. No, you're fine. Here's... Uh, I actually have them saved. I actually have my other screen. So if you did do a super chat, uh, I got it here. Um, Leo actually asked about Brawl Out for the Switch on December 19th. Evan, we actually played Brawl Out yep. um, in a video. There is a video, Leo, if you want to check out how it looks on the PC. I don't know how... I don't know... I mean, I guess it'll look... It'll be the same idea. Um, that was kind of an earlier build I think we played, Evan. But uh, Brawl Out on the Switch is... Uh, Brawl Out was interesting. It didn't feel quite the same as Smash Bros., even though it looks very similar. Um, mm-hmm. It felt slower, yeah, it was it definitely felt- missing some speed and yeah. some refinement, and I definitely was missing at the time the character selection. Although I thought they added a couple more. All you, all you need is Hyperlight Drifter, man. Come on, <laughs> that's yeah. all. You need. That guy was a beast in that game. Uh, they added uh somebody. Who did they add recently? That was actually pretty cool when I saw it. I was like, oh, it's, oh uh, the the person from Guacamelee. Oh, 
Yeah, they added the, the luchador, <laughs> uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, but I will say this: there's no there's no game like uh, uh, Smash Bros out there right now on the Switch, I guess. So if you're really looking for something that's like Smash Bros, well, you got Brawl out. That's that's kind of it. <laughs> not much else you can do about it. That's that's the game. But uh, I think it's twenty bucks. I don't think it's yeah, it's nineteen ninety nine. So it's not like it's a six dollar game or anything. Mm -hmm. If you're just looking for a game, you gotta play with a bunch of people. I don't know the online aspects. I don't know if it has online. Um. I'd like it to, but although at this point you can't even trust websites, according to Sean, from what he's seen. So uh, <laughs> don't even trust those sites, man. Because apparently it's crazy. They can just add it in a patch later. I don't know. That's I don't like that, Sean. That, that's not good. No, it's not. It's terrible. Mm, 800 likes. Uh, there's only there's only 899 people in here, guys. You can't get the 800 likes. It's not impossible. Philip is at IGN now. He actually will probably come back at some point, though. Don't worry. He'll be back. Philip is uh Philip runs NVC now. He's uh the Nintendo editor IGN. Mm -hmm. That's why so, yes, that's where he is. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, he's got things to sort out before he can swing back through here. Yeah, he's still Nintendo, getting... I was gonna say all their Nintendo reviews are actually very entertaining to watch finally. No offense to IGN, but uh yeah, they're actually good now. Philip's done Philip does a good job with some of those reviews, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, well he, he really churns them out. It's crazy the amount like now that he has an editor and stuff, it's very much of just him beats the game, writes a script, goes in a sound booth, beats the next game. Yeah, so that sounds actually like a pretty sweet, uh, pretty sweet deal. <laughs> uh, okay, the other question was uh, thoughts on the Monster Hunter World single player. Cool, bad, hyped. Uh, Max, do you want to take this one? Yeah. So the single player is actually interesting. So in the beta, you could only do a limited portion of what the full single player will be. In the full single player, you'll actually be able to capture and dominate weaker monsters and actually have them fill up your party. Uh, right now, you basically just have this cat minion. Uh, the cat minion dude is actually pretty strong, though. So basically, you end up going up and fighting whatever monster, and then while you're distracting it, your little cat monster will actually do extra stun attacks and stuff. So it's playable solo. It's definitely intended for multiplayer, though, in my opinion. I didn't play multiplayer. I just did some single-player stuff on it. Um, but uh, I, I, I hope that they... Um clean up the visuals a little bit. I don't know. I, the visuals didn't really impress me too much on the PS4 Pro. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I'm sure the art style is, is kind of holding it back a little bit, but mm -hmm. I, I look at it and I go, okay, it seems very average. Like nothing really stands out to me and goes, whoa, that's really cool looking. I, um, I, I, I thought know. it was super beautiful. My problem is that right now these, these two maps were, they're so tiny and it's annoying that like you see all these beautiful sweeping vistas and stuff. And then all of a sudden you notice when you look at your little mini map, it's like, oh, that's an invisible wall. Like it's uh, this, this cool waterfall that looks like you're supposed to walk off it. Nope, not at all. Invisible wall. I mean, I mean, like I looked at my character and I just didn't see, like my characters didn't look like amazing or anything. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like the character models didn't like floor me or well, anything. The scenery was pretty cool. You're right. But like I looked at my characters like, eh. Well, it's definitely one of those games that has the drawback of the fact that there's like 500 sets of armor. And so each mm -hmm. one, they definitely have to program to be all these little feathers and doodads. And this has to have a metal grate around your mouth that makes you look like Mad Max. And so because <laughs> of it, each one is going to be lower quality because it is just such a plethora. I, I, will I will say, say I, uh, I, I did I, I did turn it on with the PS4 Pro, and mm -hmm. it asks you, do you want to do resolution, graphics, or frame rate? Which one do you want to prioritize? I liked that a lot because I yeah. did frame rate. It it held a pretty solid frame rate the whole time, like with, yeah. with the PS4 Pro. And then I did the others, and it, and it did chug a little bit. But I mean, I think the resolution one is actually shooting for 4K. So 
Yeah, whereas when I played it, no problems at all. I just played it on a normal PS4 Slim, no problems, but I think it was just running at a, a steady 30 frames a second, which mm. I'm totally fine with. Uh, I, I played every hunt like five times, and during all those hours, no issues, no problems. There were some server issues, but I think it's just because it was hour one of a beta. Yeah, you can't, you can't pause that game even in single player, can you? Nope, not at all. And interesting, I, I noticed that. I was like... Whoa, that's it. I mean, I guess because it's set up kind of like an MMO, so yeah. why would you? Well, but like, well, I, I went to pause and I was like, I can't pause this. <laughs> that's also that's also one of those games though where weird, weird enough, you can actually run around and do stuff while it's like you press pause and your D-pad is actually for your menu. So sometimes you're in a huge hurry. You'll have to like literally craft a potion in the middle of a fight. It's it's really yeah. suspenseful. I like it. So uh, let's talk about, oh, Sean's jumping up as we're about to talk about Mega Man. I was going to grab a drink. I'll be back in two seconds. Okay. <laughs> He's getting some Diet Dr. Pepper watch. He's going to come back, and I'm going I'm to ask him what he got, and it's Diet Dr. Pepper watch. going to happen. De- Deadpool <laughs> Derpachu. I saw that before you spoke. Uh, Deadpool Pikachu. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is going to be the voice of Detective Pikachu, apparently. Yeah, it's, uh... I don't know how that's going to work out. I think he can do it. I just don't. I don't really know a lot about the Detective Pikachu stuff. I looked into it a little bit. I mean, he talks. He's a fully voiced character, but he's supposed to still sound cutesy from what I heard. He's, supposed to, he's still supposed to sound like Pikachu, I thought. So it's weird to think if Ryan Reynolds getting close to the mic and be like, let me see if those panties are on you. Like, what, yeah. what was that, Pikachu? I'm just, I'm investigating. I'm looking for clues. It's gonna, so it's going to be Deadpool basically voicing. I mean, that's what a lot of people are going to think of. Oh, yeah. Look, Deadpool, Pikachu. <laughs> oh, man. What do you got to drink, Sean? You probably heard me anyway. (laughs) So, uh, Mega Man. Mega Man is everywhere right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had the... uh, Monday, we had the the presser. Mega Man 30th anniversary. And it it was Mega Man. A lot of people were concerned that nothing was going to happen, myself included, because it's Capcom, so... Why would they actually do something cool? I mean, it's and, still uh, Capcom, so here's hoping it comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here's what's here's what's happening. We know a couple things. Mega Man, yeah, I know, right? So I should become a fortune teller. I actually talked a bit about uh, the X series coming to consoles, and uh, and I talked uh, a little bit about another Mega Man game. But anyway, Mega Man, uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection one and two going to the Switch next year at some point. We don't know when, but it's showing up. All of them essentially reimported over. They talked about how the Switch showed up in the middle of their development, and that's why they couldn't bring them to the Switch right away. Makes sense, sure. Uh, but then we find out that the X series, um, all of them actually, up through the PS2 versions, X8 and X7, are going to all systems. PS4, Xbox One, PC, I believe. So it's going to hit PC. And then the Switch. Um, no word on how this is going to happen. Is it going to be each one individually? Is it going to be one big package? Or are they going to split it up like they did the Legacy Collection where you have uh, the X Collection 1 and the X Collection 2? That's kind of where we're sitting right now. How is this going to be set up? Do you guys want to try to take a guess at how they're going to do this? Um, I think they'll probably break it down of like the... I think they'll probably do something weird of like uh, all the 2D ones and the Mm -hmm. 3D ones as a separate collection. I think it'll be like the PS1 in the ps2 versions well no they can't do that because the super nintendo only has uh three of them yeah i don't know you think they do you think they'd put x7 and x8 on its own well game, they like could they, version? 
they could be digital. I I am the way I pictured in my head, just because they do their business weird. I feel like it's probably going to be the first collection, giant air quotes, the Mega Man X collection will be like one through five, and then they'll sell seven and eight digitally, and then later on they'll come out with a complete X collection, and it's all eight on one. Do you guys think it's weird that they did not include uh in any way and maybe no legacy collection and just drop like someone was saying chatter Mega Man Legends one and two in a cop in like a in like a compilation? I would love it. Oh, I would love it. And throw in uh, Misadventures of Tron Bon. Yeah, love... that, no, that right there, three games would fit fine in a little compilation. The Tron yeah. Trilogy. Yeah, that's interesting. So we have, uh, what do you think, Sean? Where do you think this is going to go with the X, uh, the X uh, games? They're, they're going to do something stupid with it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, it's exciting. I'm glad that they're doing it, but they're going to do something stupid with it. I mean, it's just, it's just what they do. Like, they don't know any better. Yeah. True. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's Capcom. You know, they. That's why we say it's Capcom being Capcom because they they can't get out of their own way sometimes. Right. Um, yeah, like they they make it way more difficult. I think they took the Legacy Collection and they built it in Unity, so you need like DirectX 11 and everything, so it doesn't work on like old some of the older hardware that could run it. Um, and uh, it's it's so weird. I don't. I my my biggest hope is that they say, you know what, throw it all on one on one game and just put X1 through X8. I would honestly, for that, I would seriously consider sixty bucks for that. Yeah, same, one hundred percent. You yeah. know, yeah. I would, I would be like, okay, that's eight games, sixty bucks. That's less than ten bucks a game. And I didn't really play a lot of X eight or X seven, so mm-hmm. I would love to go back and play some more of those. Just I know X seven wasn't very good. Yeah, I heard X eight was okay. It's I, um, uh, I did. Uh, you should watch Pro Jared did a great video of it. I saw that on X seven, <laughs> right? He didn't do X eight though. I thought he just did X seven. Right? I, th- I thought he did X eight as well, but they're they're so god, they're so funny. I remember, I remember, I remember seeing that uh, the X seven one. I like that one a lot. Uh, he makes good videos, uh, but I I don't know how they're going to approach this. I mean, here's the other question. This is the other, this is a big question here. Think about the switch, right? What is the biggest concern about any of these publishers right now with the Switch when it comes to cartridges and physical releases? It seems to be if they eclipse that 8 gigabyte mark because then they mm-hmm. apparently have to pay more money um, for these cartridges. Are they going to be able to... I don't even know if they'd be able to fit X8, X7 and then all the way back to the original X onto one cartridge for the Switch. Would they make, uh, us, down, would yeah. they make us download X8? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that those would fit. With modern compression, especially because... I mean, one through five are so tiny now. I mean, they're literally megabytes. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's X4? X4 is probably like 150 megabytes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, they, they fit on 700 megabyte disks. Uh, I'm more concerned about uh, X7 and X8. What if those well, are like three or four gigs? No, X8 is only 186. I mean, really? 862, <laughs> sorry. On the PS... Oh, 800, on the PS2, yeah. Okay, so that'd be fine. They'd be able to fit that then. Yeah. Um, so I was uh, I was curious about how they would be able to do that. But I guess that that's the case to be able to fit it on a uh, eight gigabyte card. Um, but but then that's the question: Do they fit it all on? Um, they fit it all? also. Do they rebuild it? You know, do they do they turn it into? Because I mean, the isn't the legacy collection still a semi larger download than it should be? Of course, yeah. it is because these developers are lazy. So well, if they re- <laughs> are they going to rebuild it in like higher resolution assets or or you know I, smooth it all out and everything? I would hope so. But knowing Capcom, I think it's just going to be a sloppy, like, upscaled filter. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, I, I'm really excited for the X collection to show up, if it is a collection. Yeah. Or if they're individual, because then I don't have to buy some of the ones I don't like. Although, I do like most of the X 
um, versions. I, I don't like six X six. I didn't like that much. X five was pretty cool. That had like the that had the purple uh, the purple lights uh, purple yeah. saver from uh, Zero. Yep. And I think I, I had the ninja. I think I had the ninja armor too, where you could stick to the walls and the ceilings. Did you ever do the thing where you, right. you get every single unlockable, every single collectible in uh, the original X, and then you like jump the, you like ride that minecart and the fire level, and you can actually get the Hadoken, and you can in the, just, in the in the second one you can get the uh, the Shoryuken. That's so good. It one shots like every boss in yeah. the game, including Stigma. I love yeah, it. in the in the third one you can um in the third one you can actually get Zero Saber. Oh yeah, yeah. I, well, I've seen screenshots. I've never been able to do it myself. Really? I, I, I do that every time. Before, for some every reason, X X three kicks my ass. I don't know why. The rest of the X uh, games, I'm fine. I don't know why. Specifically, X three, I just cannot beat. It's super easy too. From what you got to do, you got to keep zero until you get a certain part at the end. And then what you do is, uh, there's it's the stupidest boss fight. Uh, you walk in and Zero gets like basically killed by this tiny little guy, and then he gives X his saber, and basically yeah. he he throws it. But it always does. If you hit a boss with it, it takes away half their life. So it's like a two shot for any boss. And then if you get further in, you can get the gold armor. Mm -hmm. um, the gold armor is one of the last boss, one of the last Wily stages, essentially Sigma stages. You actually slide down as long as you have everything else and your E tanks are all full. You'll fall through a wall. You'll get the gold armor. And instead of you know, do you remember playing X three at all, where you'd get one enhancement? So if you want to get uh, a better chest. Uh, uh, enhancements, or if you want to get a better arm enhancement, you can only pick one. Do you remember yeah. any of that? Yeah. Uh, the gold armor gives you everything. Yeah, of course, of course. It's, awesome. I kind of like that about, especially classic Capcom stuff, is that it was like, here's all these incremental upgrades, and at the very end, they're like, you want to be God, bro? It's God time. Dude, it was all, because then they give you that part where you fight all the bosses again. Yep, the boss And you're just right like, here. dude, I got the saber, I got the gold armor, let's do this. <laughs> and uh, it was awesome. It was so cool. But How the, did they release this cool. game? What's that? How did they release this game? Are you playing games on the podcast right now? <laughs> <You got nine laughs> I had to try out WWE. <laughs> All right. Did you? Um, here's, here's what you want to do, Sean. Uh, load up a six-man Hell in a Cell match. Oh, no. Wood told me he did an elimination chamber, and it didn't even run. I just did a, a fatal four-way, and it's like um, press button. Severe start, start the Royal Rumble and start to laugh. Because whenever a person comes in, or they, they put them up on the screen and it's time for them to get in, it freezes for about five to six seconds. How did they Please. do <laughs> Why would you release this? Dude, you watched my video, didn't you? Where I was like, what is happening? Yes, <laughs> but like, <laughs> why? Because they need it. Dude, they, they, they can't sell a 2K18 game in 2018. They need it for this Christmas. Yeah. Fuck. It's bad. That, that, that's the corporate world we live in for video games, man. This is bad, dude. Put it out. Fix it later. That's all it is. And, and I mean, I mean, Walmart had a rollback day one. That's got to tell us something, right? Yeah. Somebody was tweeting that in Britain, they've already put uh, on stores their like half price already. Being like, oh, check out this discount copy we got. Like, oh. Yeah. This is yeah. just terrible. Uh, it's uh, who made it? Blind Squirrel, I think, made it. Is that right? Or they they ported it. They're apparently they're going to be putting out. Um, they've already announced they're going to be putting out uh patches and and whatnot. But no shit, they're going to put out patches. <laughs> it's just outright said, "No, nah, we're done with it. Good luck, dude. It's bad. It's it's so bad. Like the frame rate is. It's it's actually an unplayable game. Like it's it's unplayable. It's. I think when I was playing it, um, with six man, I think it was running at like ten frames a second. 
Sean, can you do me a favor? When you do your review, can you like get like a fake crash test dummy and look like you're about to like slam it through a table and then it looks like it's glitching out and the frame rate of you hitting the table is fucked up? That'd be, that'd be my <laughs> dreams. <laughs> I've actually got the only reason, the, the thing of it is, I would have skipped this game, but I got a really good cameo um, for my review of it. So it was like, I had to get it. He's got to do it. Yeah, yeah got to do it. Gotta do it for the yeah. footage. Yeah, he has to, man. He's stuck. He has to. <laughs> he's got to. He's got to give this game a two out of ten and like it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a god. It's just. Gonna IGN gave it a three. I saw that. How did they give it a three? It's not deserving of a three. I guess because technically it's like it's SATs, an right? Where if you write your name on the test, you get points. Yeah. I, in this case, I guess if it starts up and you can go through a menu without crashing, you get points. <laughs> is the way this works. It is bad though. Don't nobody out there buy WW2K18 on the Switch. Uh, barely buy it on the other systems because it barely works on the other systems too. But at least the frame rate doesn't crash like it does on the Switch. So there's that. Um, terrible, terrible copy of the game. It's amazing because they actually did an okay, ver uh, okay uh, version of NBA. NBA was uh, good. Yeah. NBA was real good. Yep. Don't. This don't is buy really good. <laughs> I told you not to buy it. I had to. Um, I know you're, dude. You're so stuck. You and the problem is, you knew it was bad after I after I started tweeting out. You're like, oh no, I'm about to spend sixty bucks on this thing because Walmart didn't even care. They didn't even put it. I sent you that picture, dude. Walmart had it. I walked in. I was like, oh uh, yeah. So what? What? <laughs> I went to Walmart. I canceled my freaking pre order online because i just happened to go on walmart's website and they were like available in store today at your walmart and i was like hey great i'll just go pick it up for 40 bucks at walmart so i canceled my pre-order i got off work i went to walmart and i hate going to walmart i had not been to walmart in over five years i didn't even know where anything was they rearranged the whole store and i was just like all right i'm just gonna get in get my game get out of here there was a thousand people in the parking lot there was a million people all over the place and i was just like get me the game get me out of here walk over to this video game section no wwe 2k18 i'm like where is the game it says you have the game on your website oh that that information must not be accurate i was like we well, need to make it accurate then because i drove 30 minutes even though i drove five minutes i drove 30 minutes down here oh, get this game you're and the problem you you're, you're that problem customer. Is like, I need to speak to your manager. Yes. <laughs> Where's blind? Get blind squirrel in here right now. <laughs> this, it, it, it's like, move. I understand you're fat, Samoa Joe, but I'm hitting the stick. Move. <laughs> Tell you what, if blind squirrel, if you're watching right now, you can feel free to come on the spawncast and talk to us about it. Blind squirrel, I have some questions for you, buddy. <laughs> Hard questions. Dude, they're on Twitter. They actually will like, uh, they'll actually like talk to people and stuff on there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know somebody sent uh, sent them my video too, because <laughs> I saw them. I saw people talking about it. Oh, they're, uh, they're about to get it. Yeah. Apparently, apparently they just said keep an eye on WWE's like main like I guess Twitter and website for this because they're going to update it. But I don't know how you fix it. It's like it seems broken as it is. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Are they just going to just randomly put a put a patch out and all of a sudden it's magically going to run it? You know, thirty forty frames. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. It'd be amazing. The mystical patch that makes magic happen. Did you watch the entrances, Sean? Yes. <laughs> it's hilarious because they're, they're in slow motion. It's amazing. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. It's like I watched it. I was like, what is, what is going on right now? <laughs> like the N64 had better frame rates than this. <laughs> uh, look at that wood in the chat right now. You in the chat. I sent him a nice tweet. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it was it was very nice of you. <laughs> it's just your middle finger like on the screen. <laughs> and I said quote. Oh, <clears throat> What the fuck is this bullshit-ass WWE 2K18 on the Switch? This is literally unplayable, good lord. See, this is actually why I'm impressed that you get so many review copies, because I try and be pretty respectful. When I'm, when I'm mean to a game, it's because it's absolute trash, but it's funny that you're like, hey, developer, this shirt's coming off, and you're not going to like what you see. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, man. Gosh. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we, I don't think we, we only have like 18 minutes left guys. I don't think we'll get anywhere near uh, 800 likes. It's just not possible. So I would, I wouldn't even bother hitting that like button. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about this week? Anything else? Um, uh, anything else? Anything else? Oh, look at that. Wood, Wood wants to jump in here. Hold on. Hold what, on. 15 minutes. All let right. me get Mr. Let me get Mr. hundred K in here. Probably 112k by now, actually. Yeah, he, he's at like 113k. Oh gosh, <laughs> he gets like a thousand subs a day. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it's got to be the hair. All right, um, he's. I sent him a link. At least I hope I sent him a link. I, I opened my direct messages and just clicked the button and, and hit copy paste. So hopefully that was him. Let's <laughs> give me some random person like, hello, this is Daryl. There he is. Zian. Uh, He's up, oh, maybe. We're, yeah, he's here. I see him. He's here for he's 17 in. minutes. Hi. He's in. Hello. I, sorry, he's I couldn't in. join earlier. I just got home recently. It's cool, man. We were just talking about the, the, the legit uh, optimization of WWE. Yeah, I had to jump in at that point. I was listening, and it was killing me. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad! <laughs> it's, it's the worst, like experience I've had with the game on launch, I think. Like, just, like, so bad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we. I feel like we should have seen this coming though, from the build-up, right? Oh, like, absolutely. I I knew it was going to be bad in no, some sense. Every time a game, like in, in general, but every time so far a game on the Switch has been delayed, and it's come out like whenever, especially as unexpectedly as this was. Like on the fourth of December, we heard in two days this game will be coming out. I was like, <laughs> oh no. And yeah, yeah it's, well, it's, did, didn't somebody have it before it even came out? Didn't somebody find like a, a picture of a retail copy before they had the release date? Like just somebody had it. It, it, had it was in Walmart for a little bit because that's what they do now. As Spawn said, they they put the game out, they send them out to meet the deadline, and then they're like, "Well, we'll just fix it. We'll fix it while it's being shipped." And then obviously, two K eighteen can't be released in two in eighteen. So they were like, "Well, it's, this is what it is. You got two weeks before Christmas. Put it out." You know Would what? you uh, you spend sixty bucks on it too? I, I drove around to 40 from Walmart's last night and got it for 40. Okay, so they got that means they only got $160 out of us out of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm selling it through. Wouldn't it be interesting if they did a patch like now, like for this week before the physical version allegedly comes out? You know what's gonna be great is if they put a patch out and it's 24 gigabytes and it's just an entirely different game. <laughs> <laughs> it just it overrides your save file. Here's here's 2K17 optimized. Oh, that's the other part. Did you guys realize that it needs a gigabyte of your internal storage? It took me four and a half hours to download whatever yeah. the heck it downloaded. God. Hey, what, uh, Leo, Leo asking, up selling it. I was gonna say if you do end up selling it, Wood, just sell it to me. I'll buy it just for the lulls. Okay, Leo, uh, just name yeah, it the price. Yeah. <laughs> Leo, uh, Brawlout's worth 20 bucks, I think, if you're looking for a Smash Bros. type game. I would say so. And then I think they're asking, what do you think of Bayonetta 3? 
Are you are you excited for Bayonetta hmm? three? I think it's. I think there. Uh, Leo was asking about Brawl Out. I do think it's worth buying for twenty bucks, just because it's it's a fun game for twenty bucks. Uh, but uh, Bayonetta three, uh, I think there because we we all kind of talked about it. What your, what your thought was on on Bayonetta three? Oh, I'm super excited. I love Bayonetta. Um, well, you're, you Devil said you were like a Devil May favorite. Cry person, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of my one of my favorite games of all time. So Bayonetta is. I love Bayonetta. The first one was amazing. It took me a little bit to play the second one, but I love that one just as much. If not more, so yeah, the third one's definitely going to be a good. <laughs> I'm looking at the community creations wrestlers, and there's one called Unplayable Garbage. <laughs> 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 All right, that's good. That, that's funny. I mean, how many? Because you can't get a refund like we talked about. Even at Walmart, if you open it, there's like, yeah. hey, you opened it. Yeah, once you open it, you're screwed. Yeah. Sure, please take take a picture of the screen and please send that to the developers and go, hey man, I found y'all's creative character. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh man. That's that's such a good idea. I wish I thought of doing that on camera. <laughs> Is it just like the standard call? Like they didn't do yes. anything to it and they just, yeah, they just put it up there. They just literally just typed the that that name out and dropped it on uh <laughs> on there. That's it won't great. let me take a screenshot right now. You bastard. Just do it do it with your phone, do a ghetto style. I believe in you. Does that does that that game has online play now, right? It doesn't work from what I've heard. Oh, that's good. That's great. I'm, I'm so oh, proud of that man. game. Oh gosh. Um, what else did we have to? Uh, what's this? Are you are you able to copy and archive the required download of physical games onto the micro SD, then to a hard drive using a PC to preserve them? Uh, no, no, no. Um, as far as we can tell, there's no way to do that yet. I'm sure people in the modding community have figured it out, but. Right now, um, I think what you're—I think the problem you have is that physical games we have to download stuff to make it work, and people are worried what happens when the servers get shut off. So that even if we have like like I have Resident Evil Revelations, the collection for the first one, the second one is only a download. I hate that. Uh, yeah, that's what everyone's yeah. worried about. Um, is what so, happens if those servers get shut off in 15 years? Yeah, they, they it's the same with like Xbox One and PS4. Though, like Dead Rising Three for Xbox One, that the actual disc is unplayable without the update. Hmm. Super That's a so it's like there's a lot of games even on other systems like it's well this generation like because it was scary because everything was going digital so like that was my thing at that time and everyone so many people's thing was well if it goes digital what happens when everything gets shut down but they were like oh we'll keep discs like xbox was like oh we'll keep discs but then the very first like exclusive launch title was dead rising 3 and without the update without that digital download you don't have the game well, so it's not really any better well, and some of the games just freaking flat out were a code inside of a box. Like, I bought uh, Minecraft on Vita. is literally a piece of paper inside of a Vita box. Like, there's a what? blank really? slot. Yes, there's a blank slot for a game. You open it up. Instead of instruction booklet, it is a download code. Well, what like, was the Sonic Mania collection? That was a huge statue. You yes. paid, what, like, yep. 90, 100 bucks for it? I can't remember how much it was. And you had a code inside. Like, really? You can't put... You, you can give yep. me a little gold ring, but you can't switch that out for an actual card? Yeah. Guys, if you want, uh, people are asking in the chat. If you guys want Arlo on here, just go to his Twitter and send him a message. I'm actually talking yeah. to him, but send, send him a send him yeah, a. We've been talking to him for like a year now. It's still the logistics issue. Yeah. He's a very busy. Oh, I would uh, like he's a very busy yeah. Muppet, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, we're working on it, guys. We're working on it. We got a. Uh, we got. Um, I said the 23rd. We got Austin John plays on, so that's another big YouTuber. Uh, but um. Yeah, that's that's a whole situation, man. It, gaming's becoming a mess. It's the way it is. <laughs> oh man. This is completely off topic, but earlier today, uh, I actually got a guest lockdown for my podcast, and I'm so excited. And I want to say it just in case it doesn't happen. 
just from a video game. On your podcast? So on your podcast? On my podcast, yeah. Oh, you don't you don't want to say it just in case. Yeah, just yeah. in case it falls through. I hate doing that, like building up expectations thing. But yeah, yeah. she confirmed yeah. in a Twitter DM that she's down for after the holidays. I'm so excited. I'd like oh, to talk cool. to Arlo though. Arlo seems like a really cool guy. Yeah, I've talked I've talked to him a couple times uh, on Twitter, and um, he actually wants to, he wants to come on. Um, he's just he's very busy. Uh, so we're no, we have to do it on that podcast. We're working that out, guys. We're working that out. But feel free to send him a message on Twitter. Yeah, light that fire under him. Get that going. <laughs> Turn up the pressure. Yeah, uh, he seems like cool dude. I'm I'm actually very curious to talk to Austin about Pokemon some because I don't know a lot about Pokemon. Be a I would Pokemon like to class. I'd like to learn about Pokemon. <laughs> I need to be ready for when the Switch version comes out. What do you know a lot about Pokemon? Uh, as in like the franchise or the Switch version? Uh, the the, the franchise. I yeah, seriously, I, I, I got Pokemon. I got stuck after Gold and Silver. Um, I didn't no. play much. Yeah, I did Gold so, and Silver. Oh, I, 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 played, I think. Every iteration other than the black and white ones. Oh, wait. Actually, Evan played black and white. Okay, there we go. Cool. That yep. works out. So I have to, like, it's going to be fun me trying to play uh, when it comes out because I'm going to feel like an old man trying to play Pokemon. But I'm hoping that it's going to be a very different Pokemon. So I think it will. You'll be, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping you'll be lost with the rest of us. I think it will. I think it will. Did you get a chance to play Monster Hunter Wood? Uh, the beta is actually out. Monster Hunter World on the PS4. Oh, which one? Uh, no, no, yeah, check it out. If you have a PSN uh, Plus, you can go play it like now. I think it's like a 5 gigabyte download. It's not even that big. Um, but it, they have a couple of missions you can run. It's pretty fun so far. We're actually enjoying it. Um, any... About that. It looks like an online. Is it like an online? Uh, no, it's, it's like... Uh, it can be online. You can play it online. You can play it alone, though. It's basically... It's just like a series of short missions. That it's basically like a short demo. You could beat it in about an hour, but you basically like choose what weapon you want, and then you get dropped on a map, and you're supposed to kill one big monster. Uh, it's it's oh, cool. It is honestly it because they're hard as hell. You actually track them through the jungle. It's actually pretty dang fun. Maybe it'll satisfy the monster hunter urge I had that stories didn't satisfy. Stories oh, yeah. good, but it wasn't monster hunter. No. It wasn't. I'm gonna try uh, a one-on-one match. This is Sean. Sean. Uh, Sean. One-on-one Ryan asks, matches. They're actually possible, but I still, yeah. I'm still not. Sean Ryan asks, uh, "Do you guys know of a YouTuber, Adam uh, Karolik? Yes, I yeah, screwed him Adam. over many times in life. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he said it's he all said important. He said he'd uh, be good to have on here. So let, me tell you, let me tell you the story of Adam. So okay. Adam. Adam and I and this stupid guy named Dave from D-Dave were supposed to do a panel at Too Many Games um, this past year, and they put the panel on Sunday. And I had told Justin Silverman that I wasn't going to be there Sunday. And so I saw Adam, and I was like, hey, Adam, I can't do the panel on Sunday. He was like, okay, well, I guess me and Dave will do it. I was like, well, Dave actually didn't show up. And so, yeah. Um, So I screwed him there on that panel. And then we had a table together at a video game con in Jersey this past September. And I was like, yo, he was like, yo, why don't you do my panel and we'll do a panel together and I'll do your panel. We'll, we'll, we'll do each other's panels together. I was like, great. We have a table. We're going to have so much fun. And then my whole trip got screwed up because of the hurricane. I was like, hey, Adam, what's I- up, dude? Uh, I'm not coming. 
So I, like, I, I definitely owe him like beer and coffee and stuff. <laughs> I've, I've got a fun fact. I actually inspired Adam Korlick to start YouTube. Uh, my first video I ever made was eight years ago. And it was a really bad Dreamcast review, a Sonic Adventure review. And he watched it and he told me this like years later, but he said, yeah, I watched it. And it was awful. And I was like, oh man, if this idiot's making stuff, I have a film degree. I'm going to go make real videos. No, oh, man. Because my first videos, I didn't understand capture card. I literally didn't even know that term. So I actually filmed the TV screen and then just edit it with like, I mean, my first videos were basically like uh, really bad, uh, angry video game nerd ripoff stuff of like, <laughs> look, you know, so apparently he saw that. I was like, oh, I can do funny gameplay. I'm going to do that. Hey, this isn't bad. No, the, the one on one's not. It's the problem is when you get multiple sprites on there, it okay. gets bad. So I'm gonna uh, play one on ones the whole time. But wait, wait, wait for uh, this is interesting. If you leave a, like the run in feature on, and somebody runs in, it slows down. I'm turning that off. Actually, it's pretty funny. It kept happening to me when I was playing as AJ Styles. It off camera. Uh, I would think I was fighting Bo Dallas, and uh, somebody kept running in and hitting me with a special and winning. Because I I do not like the the pin kickouts in that game because you have to like time it to. I miss the days of the N64 and the PS2 and stuff where you just mashed a button over and over again. Right. <laughs> I miss the simpler days. Uh, I, I don't, I think that, I think, man, that's the first time I played WWE in a while, the wrestling games. I think they've become way more complicated than they need to be. They, uh, they've also become point. very stale, too. Uh, see, I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't played him in, in a long time. Uh, but I guess, I guess I really played it back on the GameCube and PS2 days, really. But it just, there's like so much stuff, like for like rest holds and like all this. I'm like, what? What is, I just want to hit this person with a chair. Like, what? Like, and so many of these moves and animations are just recycled from like shit that I remember. Because I, I mean, I played, I own 16 on the PS4, but like some of these animations are like straight out of like 11, you know, SmackDown versus Raw 2011. Mm. Yeah. Oh, year. yeah. It's a good year for animations. Did uh, do you guys, uh, do you guys see Atlas going to Switch and then a new Atlas game as well? Hell yeah. Uh, so it's not going to be it's not going to be LS three. It's going to be a new LS game in the uh, universe. But both are going to the Switch at the beginning of uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah, good I'll for them. The second one. I never played the second one. I didn't really like the first one, but I like that the second one is like a crazy church cult. I like. Yeah, dude. Yes. I I love. I love Outlast 2, but I'll tell you, that's not a popular opinion. Apparently, most people actually think Outlast 2 is much more disjointed. I do. You're, it's a, great you're a horror game person, though, right? You really like I'm I'm very much a horror game person. It, it is very much an interactive horror movie. It's very much like a, a spooky horror house. Like, oh, my God, this chick's got a giant axe and whispers creepy church stuff. Ah! Uh, so is uh, anything else, guys, in the chat you want to talk to in the last couple minutes we have here? Anything I missed? Evan, any questions or anything I missed? Uh, not from main chat, but let me see what we've got over here on the Discord. Um, let's see. I Sean almost want to put up the chunk of this podcast on the channel where Sean discovers how bad WWE is. <laughs> no, that's, that's definitely like you primary. Can I told you. I'm, like, I'm still mad at Sean. Honestly, though. Because I told him to at least go and get it physical. He bought it digitally. Because I have to do this collaboration. Honestly, I'm playing this one-on-one -on -one TLC match, and if if they can get the rest of the game to have a frame rate to this, it it will be passable. It'll be it'll be playable. I will be able to enjoy it because I'm I'm having a decent time with this one-on-one -on -one TLC match. I don't think it's gonna happen. Even the entrances are like <laughs> terrible. 
Uh, let's see what we got here. I think at that Dragon's March for Death will still be releasing this year. What? No, I I don't think it is. Yeah. It's, we're t- we're t- you know what twenty two days, twenty one days almost from the end of the year. I don't unless they announce it Monday and it's out Wednesday or something. Yep. And then we got yeah. Dark Souls One Remaster. Is it happening? Uh, there yeah. is a big rumor going around. I think one of the Dark Souls games is going to uh, Switch. Yeah, I hundred percent believe that. Yeah, it might be the first one. I don't know if the third. I think they. I remember they said they were having an issue with Dark Souls Three at first on the Switch, but I think the first one. I think the first one would do it. Let's see. And then with uh, Metroid Prime Four and Bayonetta basically having similar teasers, which do you think will be the first to release on Switch? Which what'd you say? What's that? Bayonetta. Metroid. I think it'd be Metroid because oh. I think with the I think with how Bayonetta usually. Mm-hmm plays out i think that one's gonna be the first to come out really and then i think Bay- i think bayonetta will do it yeah i think so i someone's asking if i'm gonna stream the band dynamic i don't even know if i don't even, i don't know what's happening it's just a rumor right now but yes i, I will um when that happens yeah, and anyone is- people are always wel- welcome to join me uh max tried but skype <laughs> eluded him that night <laughs> <laughs> The, the mystery of what is my password. <laughs> i'm actually surprised like 1200 of you stayed with me during that playstation experience uh, <laughs> stream because it got it got pretty boring. It got yeah. very boring. Um, yeah. But we did get medieval. Did you guys see the the announcement for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was I, cool. I felt I, bad. I, the yeah. amount of people who were like, "What?" Like, so I literally had to explain to people what medieval is. Like, this is cool. Yeah. Trust me, this is like one of the first dark, like humored first games. Oh, nobody knows. Okay, cool. He would he would have got a much better reaction if he unzipped his like hoodie or his pullover and Spyro was under there. But Every, everybody was hoping that it was an egg. Yeah. And first, all the people were like, "Unzip it," and it'd be the egg. And it's like we're hatching a new idea. It's Spyro remaster. Yeah, I was really hoping Spyro was under there. The, the crowd was. I think the crowd was ready for that. Um, and uh, look at that, Night Moon dropping the five dollars in there just because of the amount of time I wasted last night. I think was that you who was like, "I'm sorry, here's some money." Last night when we were watching the play, I, I made it to the end. You can't say I didn't make it to the end. I sat through uh, some very boring dialogue to get you guys I, to the end. <laughs> to me, totally worth it for that to Detroit become human. Detroit looked really good. I will say that. Oh, I was cool. honestly surprised with that. Yeah. Well, what a shocking ending! Like, whoa, that was. Brutal, swift, and very realistic. Like, if you were a robot android, you'd like... I like the idea of that, though. There's three different androids, and you basically shift between stories and stuff. That looked kind of cool. Which is what Heavy Rain did, where and you didn't know, like, which had a hell of a twist at the end of that. I love Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain was such a great game. Well, and how it came with that little... That Jason! It has a little paper mache (laughs) thing that actually came with where you got to fold it up and be your own origami killer. But uh, it was um, it was pretty. The PlayStation Experience is still going on. I think they just did the Ghost of Tsushima yeah. uh, panel. I don't know if they showed anything new, but of course, I streamed the boring thing last night, and then today I, I tune in, and they're doing like twenty minutes of Shadow of the Colossus. Like, why, I, why couldn't they show that last night? It looked really good, by the way. Um, and they have an option if you have a PS4 Pro for frame rate in it, which every game needs to do. Um, so uh, I guess that's that's eleven o'clock. Evan, was there any other big questions for you? Not Sign that's all I've really seen. We're good. We're done. All right, cool. I might. Yeah, I probably put the. I think that was a good section, Sean, where you discovered how bad WWE was because that that's was. Fine. Yeah, you can, you can run that. I think that's what's gonna get. I think we're gonna run that. Uh, <laughs> like it was so. It was so bad. Uh, Wood had to jump in here and be like, "I told right. you." Right. <laughs> back. I told you. <laughs> Guys, there's enough of us here, man. Let's do the. Let's do the six man Hell in a Cell. We'll probably be done by one a.m. So. Do <laughs> Yeah, that frame rate, man. Ten frames a second. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's let's finish up here. Uh, Wood, where can they find you, man? 
Does he have us muted? The look on your face, what you looked over like, oh shit, they're talking to me. Yeah, I'm editing my videos tomorrow. What? What? What's the question? Uh, we're uh, we're, we're signing off. Where can they find you, man? Oh, they can find me at Beat 'Em Ups. I'll leave a comment in the uh, in the chat. Thanks for putting up with me for the last 15 minutes. Sorry, I was kind of distracted, but I do enjoy these podcasts. Oh yeah, no, we're we're here every Saturday night. So anytime you want to jump in, you know, just let me know. Mm. I'll send you a link and you can jump in. It's always fun. And you know, yeah. seeing Sean's good because he never calls me anymore. <laughs> Streamed last night, you idiot. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Well, Sean's like a Sean's like a regular on here now, so you see him every Saturday night. He gets around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then uh, Evan, where can they find you, man? Uh, I mean, I mostly just post videos on Spawn Wave. We got the uh, we got sports the tomorrow sports tomorrow, and then hopefully next week I'll be doing the monitor review because I got plans for that. And yes. I'll just drop a link in there because Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram is where I post most of my other stuff anyway. So very good. What about you, Sean? You can find me on RGT85. I'll say hi in the chat and put a little love thing. Um, yeah, I got some cool videos. I got the Retrocade that I need to uh, unbox and play around with. It's got like 90 games on it. I'm hoping the emulation on it is pretty solid because there's a lot of good um, arcade games on there. Hopefully, I am waiting for uh, a professional wrestler of WWE, ECW, and WCW and TNA fame to do my collab for this terrible, terrible abortion of a game, WWE 2K18 review. Um, I'll probably have a Poi review up on the channel this week because it's a pretty good game that nobody knows about. And yeah, so yeah. Cool. Uh, and then uh, what about you, Max? Where can they find you, man? YouTube.com slash DreamcastGuy. Uh, I'm actually working on a, I think I'm going to do a Player Unknown Battlegrounds review. The Xbox One version is about to come out, so I actually want to test that, see if it's more playable on console, since I didn't really like the PC version. And uh, I'm actually going to try and review Ukulele uh, again. I'm going to actually play it for a second time on Switch. I'm going to see if it's actually better on Switch, because from what I hear, they fixed all the stuff I hated about the original version. Yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I might look into that too. At least do like an impressions on it or something because apparently they fixed the the camera and everything. So there you go. Yep. Yep. And my thing was the jump delay. As long as they fix the jump delay, it's at least an eight for me. Wouldn't it be interesting if the Switch version ends up being the best version out of all of them? That'd be very odd. I I would be shocked. I mean, I I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'd be you know, I'd be, happy. be impressed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they could easily come up with a patch for the other versions after this. So. Um, definitely. Okay, guys, I guess that's it for Spawncast tonight. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, and then if you want to watch the full video, uh, it's over on the uh, the Patreon page. You can pledge, I think it was a dollar, Evan, you get the whole basic, thing. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go, a dollar, and you can get the whole thing. So um, We also have a Discord server set up, actually, too. So, Evan, you want to drop that Patreon link in the chat, and we'll, uh, we'll close up here, guys. Thanks for watching. Uh, tune in every Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here every week, guys. I'll see you next time.